You are listening to the Thundercling Podcast. <laughs> Just rippling abs. How are we going to get fucking sponsored by these guys if we can't even get the name right? Did you say you're doing wrestling moves? Oh god, I'm bleeding. Jason Kale is walking around on stilts. It was fucked up. Hey, it's VD. My name is Dave. Thanks for tuning in to another exciting episode. Riveting. Riveting. Even. Heart pounding. Foot stomping. That's right. Is that a thing people do? Ladies and gentlemen, there is a case of... <laughs> let's see how many we got here. I don't One, want One, two, it. three. There's six ghost peppers. I don't want it. <laughs> Frida's ghost peppers. <laughs> I'm holding them right now. Uh, it was left by our guest who we will talk about in a little bit. But I have nothing that I... There's nothing that I want to have between me and those ghost peppers like any kind of relationship any kind of friendship they're right in front of you my friend putting them closer to me dave i know you want to see me suffer i fucking you guys don't even understand i would literally start my van on fire to watch (laughs) feedy eat one of these ghost peppers right now yeah not gonna i would even eat one if you ate one Okay, we'll think about that. (laughs) Okay, so funny thing happened to me, Dave, this week related to the podcast. Um, A friend of mine was about to embark on a long drive. A friend that I don't know that well. And they're asking me for podcast recommendations. So, you know, I gave them the classic, like, mystery, crime, informative, fun podcast. And then kind of jokingly, I was like, oh, yeah, also, there's, like, a pretty funny... Or there's like a there's a there's a climbing podcast that I like a little bit, and I was gonna say like the Thundercling uh-huh. as a joke, and they were like, "Oh fuck that!" <laughs> they said, "Fuck that!" To listen to a climbing podcast at in all in general, yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you're right." Oh, uh, like, climbing podcast, terrible, stupid. You're right. I don't even know why people do this thing. So uh, I just I did never even mention that I did have a climbing podcast at that point. It was too shameful. What? <laughs> were you talking to a climber? Or? Yeah, it was a climber. Oh no! Yeah, it was and funny. he doesn't. He doesn't listen. She, 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 she does not. No, it's okay. Wow. It's all right. It was kind of funny actually. I was someone who was also there who knows that, you know, we have the thundercling was cracking up with me. <laughs> it became a little bit of a. We'll just we'll just not talk about that for now. Oh yeah yeah. But, Thunder uh, podcast suck. I was yeah. just saying if you I, yeah I hate, if you like climbing yeah, podcast what kind of loser would talk talking to Mike about climbing climbing so stupid yeah but uh. No, so that happened to me. Um, I mean, that's funny. It was and really that's funny, also, honestly. you know, depressing a yeah. little bit for our endeavor here. Yeah. But I like it. Yeah, tell me about uh, tell me about you, Dave. Dave, you I mean, I don't want to like <sighs> talk about depressing, but you've kind of it's been a rough year. It's been a rough year for the climbing community. Yeah, the Denver climbing community kind of the Denver Boulder corridor has lost a lot of climbers has lost at least three climbers this year that I can think of in the last five weeks. And you know, these aren't just like regular Joe Schmoes, you know, one was highly regarded Alpinist, another worked for the AAC, another essentially a lot of very experienced. Yeah. Um, Chris, who we, just lost a couple weeks ago was a you know astounding photographer and everybody in denver you know knew him yeah and we just lost him again and then uh last weekend which was good i guess um 
you guys all remember uh, the climber, and I say we as like our tribe, right? Our community. Yeah. yeah. Um, we lost Nolan Smythe to that uh, mind-boggling accident, freak, freak accident. Uh, Patriarchico. Yeah, down in Mexico in March. Um, the problem with fucking, you know, one of the many problems with coronavirus is that like people who are grieving or seeking closure or, you know, or who want to celebrate the life yeah. of their friends. I just feel so, so bad for any community that has to deal with that right now. Um, because you just, you know, you can't have a funeral. Memorials are tricky during these times, but, um, on a slightly lighter note, uh, Nolan died. Oh God. Mid-March. Yeah. Literally right before the lockdown. Yeah. Right before the lockdown. Um, and we finally got to have his memorial. Yeah. So that was last weekend and it was, you know, heartbreaking, but also like great to see, man, there must've been nearly 200 people there Mm -hmm. in this beautiful, like fucking Narnia field in the middle of Moab with like lush grass. It was crazy. This big bowl with uh, cliffs and it, Jackie and a couple other people uh, jugged up and stuck his base rig 300 feet up a cliff and they got spotlights out and it was really moving and wonderful and hard yeah. to say goodbye to a friend, but yeah, you climb in this I mean, game long enough, then, you know, I hope it doesn't happen to everybody, but it can happen. Yeah. I'm sure it was nice to have some kind of closure too, right? Because it's, it's yeah. weird. It's weird when something like a tragedy happens when a loved one passes, uh, it's can kind of not feel it doesn't feel real until you see like you're physically interacting with the aftermath or seeing yeah so i mean the truth is like this is personal stuff and i'm hesitant to talk about this kind of stuff in a podcast but yeah closure doesn't seem to me to be this year is so complicated for so many reasons right our interpersonal relationships are uh, made more complicated or strained or like frustrating, you know, to gather. And that causes some sort of weird vibration in you that is not necessarily positive. Um, but one thing it also does is like, you know, no one was a really good friend. Um, and I find that during the coronavirus, if I'm sure there are people out there that are struggling right now uh, for various reasons, <clears throat> And it's hard to like grapple with your personal emotions, mm-hmm. you know, when we live in like this fucked up political climate, you're kind of thinking about all the ruptures in our society and just the racial unrest and the obvious systemic racism that people are like really laying their lives on the line in the streets for. Um, so yeah, I got there and I, it, it was wonderful. I got to spend the whole weekend with really dear close friends who were all Nolan's friends. Um, and it was wonderful, but holy shit, when that memorial started, I I didn't expect to like get hit so hard in the face with like, I haven't dealt with this at all. Yeah. Like, it was a mess. It was a mess for a bunch of us. It, it was very strange. I mean, Unfortunately, I've been to many funerals in my life and many memorials, but nothing has ever, I've never felt that way where like 
just instantly realizing that like I haven't dealt with the grief yeah. at all. And I'm just one person. I'm not, this isn't about me. It's just about everybody like dealing with that sort of thing right now. And, you know, losing Chris this last week, you know, he was a friend to so many of our friends as well. Um, it's just hard to, you know, it's hard to be human during these times. You know what I mean? It's hard to like dissect your grief and become good with it or even dissect your happiness and like make sure it's maintained. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not to say that, you know, we aren't, we can't all be happy and I'm not saying I'm unhappy. I'm just saying that things are complicated right now. So, but yeah, it was a beautiful memorial. And yeah. Well, I, that's, that's uh, been my year. <laughs> it's been tough, but you know, yeah. a lot of people have it a lot worse. Yeah. Um, There's no good segue, so we don't have no to do good this. Segue. We don't so have to do this we elegantly. Will just, we will just say, so our guest this um, this week is a gentleman named Albert Oak. And Albert is becoming well-known for his YouTube channel. So we'll link to that, by the way. But uh, Albert's YouTube channel is really special because his video content is educational, informative, and it's also really entertaining. So he talks about comp climbing. He dissects comp climbers, why they succeed. He talks about how some comp climbers are able to find ways to break beta. Um, and he talks about a bunch of other things in his videos. And it's just I've stumbled upon them kind of mid-quarantine or maybe right before and I thought this guy is awesome. His channel's kind of blowing up. So I was really happy to have him come on and talk about that. Feedy, you did the hard work of booking Albert, which I'm so grateful for because <laughs> we don't really get content creators on. Yeah. Because there's a lot of content creators out there that maybe say enough in their videos. They don't need to have maybe much more to say. Yeah. Um, or that's your perception. But Albert has been doing these videos for eight months. Mm -hmm. He has four point five plus million views yeah, it's super on impressive. his youtube page in it, climbing for climbing yeah, it speaks volumes to how a quality his content is but b also just how thirsty people are for climbing content apparently at yeah. least in the specific uh uh whatever he's this niche he's kind of struck so yeah there's room out there if you're a room. content creator and albert will talk about it yeah. at about the hour mark um yeah, he's like there's a lot of space for content and, creators. And Albert, climbing. Albert's a super fun guy, really nice, friendly, and it was cool to get to know him. We actually climbed in the gym together before coming doing the pod. Um, Albert is really lazy though, too. <laughs> so today, today, this is how lazy Albert is. He woke up, he went to Clear Creek Canyon, he sent Moulin Rouge in a session. That's V10. Then he went with Feedy to Movement Baker. We climbed for like an hour and a half or two. We ended this podcast and Albert said, hey, what time is it? He's like, oh my God, I'm an hour late to go to his second gym of the day after climbing outside as well. Yeah. So the dude is on a fucking mission. Yeah, he's psyched. Uh, so, And he's really charismatic too. I think you guys are really going to like this. He's uh, He is. Like, I like him. You can tell he's a good person the moment you like see his face. Yeah. And so, we like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Without further ado, please... Welcome. Welcome. Albert. Oh. 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 Oh.
Where does all of a sudden you go from having, you know, most you, most channels I I follow have like this funny progression where you can go back in time and you see all the crap, like not bad videos, you see the potential, but they're not like the shitty shitty videos. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in high school I got that all of the way because I had another <laughs> channel where I filmed me doing tricking. Yeah, and we were actually talking about this earlier. Yes, I edited on Windows Movie Maker absolute toaster of a laptop my mom wouldn't even let me like use the laptop for editing or the camera so i would sneak at school mm -hmm. or at home to make those videos and i just practiced and so i worked on that from 2010 until pretty much now yeah like last year and that's when i made my first like non-tricking video yeah that What's was tricking so that's oh. mixed like say a uh, mixture of martial arts gymnastics and free flow movement so it's badass. I'll have to show you later. I've, I mean, I've seen some of it. I was wondering if that what you meant, but yeah. I've never heard the term tricking. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like climbing, right? It's got its own little culture. And really? Yeah. It's huge in Denver. Yeah. Really? Some of the best athletes are in Denver. Fuck, I don't know anything, <laughs> yeah. man. This is going to be an embarrassing It's a new French me. sport, though, so don't worry. Like, nobody knows what it is. You've seen it on movies, but yeah. you haven't. You, don't, you just don't it, know the name. You just like, it's like when people are, look like they're doing, like, kung fu but it's just like badass flipping kicking spinning flying through the air like almost like tumbling but more mm -hmm. with a martial arts flavor kind of is it yeah. an outgrowth of parkour movement like that came kind about of, like 15 years ago kind um, of uh, uh, it's happened around popular. the same time yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. parkour got more appeal because it's looks scarier yeah but tricking is a more technical dude Everything in tricking looks hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen the shit you do, and mm -hmm. it, I pulled a couple muscles just watching the video. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. But, okay, anyway, where were we? Yeah, so you you, you had this uh, other channel slash working on your videos, mm -hmm. and then, but then you, you're, it's like uncommon, I feel like, for someone's first video to kind of take off so well. Because, yeah. right, how, much, how many views does your first video have on, on the, the first day? It got 1,000. Yeah. I posted it on Reddit. And it ah. actually got kind of controversial, like even uh, Eddie Folk. Because yeah. I titled it, Is This Considered Cheating? It's very clickbaity. Yeah. Obviously, I know she's not cheating, Akio Noguchi. And mm -hmm. she's, I respect her so much. I'm not like trying to put her up. But I, I did that as very clickbaity. I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Oh, man. It's a strat. I changed the title later on, just like she read the rules <laughs> and broke the beta. And then I posted that and it got a thousand views and it got a, over the week, it probably got around 10,000 views, not yeah. so much. And then, <laughs> is that because of the, just the Reddit, like the pot was stirred on Reddit? That's how quick that stuff grows. Yeah. And so what happened was my friend texted me a, a, a screenshot of his YouTube and it had a survey of this. Did you like this video rated yeah. one star, five star? And then it was a quick survey and he like obviously put five stars and all that. Yeah. The day after, all of a sudden I saw 10,000 go up to 50,000, 80,000, and it was like 100,000. Dude, that's in like gnarly. Short amount of time. That's and, insane. And then I made my second video about Gabriel Moroni, mm -hmm. and I got like 200 views. <laughs> oh, no kidding. What were your expectations? Like when you do this first video, post it on Reddit, were you like, God, I hope 600 people watch this? I was, if, I, if it reached 1,000, I was going to call that a good day. Like, yeah. yeah or like yeah. a good month <laughs> yeah, overall yeah, yeah overall and then it exploded <laughs> a thousand in a day Dude, like yeah. my paradigm is broken yeah and like i gained 100 subscribers in one day and i was like oh my goodness like 
your first hundred feels impossible and then it happened. I was like, wow. <laughs> and let's be real. Really I feel crazy. like YouTube is a, such a different platform than mm -hmm. other types of, I guess, is it even social media? You know, it's like, I guess so. it's just, it's one of them. It's, you're not real. Yeah. You're, Cause you're producing like a specific type of content versus where like Instagram sometimes just feels like mm -hmm. it's more about a person's identity. Seems like YouTube is closer to like Wikipedia yeah. than it is to like yeah. Instagram, right? It it's is. community I... sourced entertainment or information. Mm -hmm. I, dude, I love, I think YouTube is so awesome. It's such a good platform. Like, I learned everything I know everything. off of YouTube. Like, literally how to edit, how to film, yeah. how to think it's off of YouTube. And Crazy. you just see yeah. like the types of, like the, the resources and content for things you're interested in mm -hmm. it's like only the really good stuff rises you know like yeah. and so you just get quality content all the time for a variety of things and um which is why i feel like it was so like it's awesome that you were the person who saw that hole for mm -hmm. climbing in the youtube community because we, we which it's like a lot of other sports have like these channels where they just people are just going to the history about x and y or yeah. breaking down and climbing didn't really have as much of that i feel like written form sure, written form yeah but not videos not like awesome in-depth video essays mm -hmm. which is kind of like what you are like trying to fill trying to fill yeah. and what do. is the hole you're trying to fill um i just want to give informative wholesome content right now and also, now that I've sort of established my name, I'm going to start branching out to other topics that are related to climbing. So um, recently, I just ate a ghost pepper <laughs> while trying to climb the V7 <laughs> ghost pepper. So I'm going to talk about like type two fun. So there's going to be an educational concept of it, but it's yeah. still like a fun vlog style. But I'm also going to talk about like the psychology behind type two fun. Why do we do it? Why do we push ourselves? And also you're going to see me like vomiting everywhere. But <laughs> awesome. And so like I always have these ideas where I want to add some form of education or yeah. wholesomeness. And I'm still going to keep the beta break series as long as I can. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I've been sort of riding that wave and just trying to build the community. I have a lot of big plans and I'll definitely get into that soon. Oh, I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. What sparked it all? Like, it's what, how did your interest, like, how did you even build the acuity to see that there was a gap, right? And to be like, oh, I'm obviously the guy that's gonna fill that um, for climbing. So a year, now over a year ago, I actually made the first episode of Beta Break off of like a hundred and like ten dollar laptop like i think it was like 80 after tax it was like 110 120 dollars <laughs> absolute trash no dedicated ram i mean no dedicated graphics card had like two gigs ram i had a headset that i got for free no mouse very impressive it crashed awesome. every time i didn't even have internet i downloaded the clips off my phone and put it in wow and dude. i made that video and i was like you know i I normally don't think my videos are good, but I think this has some potential. Yeah. I didn't even think it was good. I just thought it had potential. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I actually went up to my former uh, employer and was like, hey, I, here's this thing I made. What do you think of it? And they're like, uh, yeah, it's cool. And I was like, okay. And like nothing sort of came out of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then during Corona, I was like. Your former employer is a climbing company. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I uploaded it to YouTube. And then, yeah, the rest is history. I was like, wait, why didn't I upload this a year ago? <laughs> If I uploaded a year ago, I would have had a year of working on my channel under my yeah. belt. Holy yeah. Holy shit. I mean, it must be weird too, to ha suddenly have such success to then also be like, okay, crap. Like 
now I just got responsibility. Yeah, my you got so that much. That was harder. I think, yeah. you know, um, you hear those uh, stories of the children that become superstars at a yeah. young age and they don't know what to do with the responsibility. I don't know if I exactly felt like that, but I think that's what I felt. I was like, oh, uh-oh. People are dev like desperately hungry for this People kind of content. People are going to call me out if I yeah. mess up now. And like, I have to try harder. Dude, I mean, you even you even posting it on Reddit is kind of interesting because like Reddit is yeah. a terrifying place. I stopped. <laughs> yeah, so but Reddit scary. is also a place to like just spooge the world with your message. Yeah, yeah. Right? If it's gonna get out, you get a couple dedicated Reddit users. Those people, that's a militia, man. Yeah, they have like power. Yeah, it's also it's also like the people who feel very passionately the ones that really comment, and mm -hmm. the people who are passionate are usually like they love it or they really have problems with it. You yeah. know, so you get a. I feel like you can get a lot of flack from the reddit world yeah. youtube is the most wholesome community out there that's so good like, what is youtube youtube is like the comments i have like probably 95 or more percent positive comments oh that's wow. so good to hear that's really nice i get like one or two like oh you, you suck I'm like, sure <laughs> yeah. i guess okay I, do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean i kind of no sure. disagreement here yeah, yeah. I saw yeah you're, right. you're right i did <laughs> mess up there but yeah so it's pretty insane that i was not confident in myself in the beginning and then once i uploaded then i like was yeah. handed responsibility and confidence I was like oh i got something going yeah. here and so i made the second video on literally the same setup mm -hmm. and that was a jan hoyer video and yeah, that yeah. exploded yeah that went like semi-viral and like i could see my country stats germany was <laughs> They went nuts over it. Yeah. Yeah, they went over it. Yeah. Crazy. Did they did Jan ever contact you or anyone? No. What? No. Oh, that's uh, so funny. Gabri contacted me. That's awesome. Yeah, he was like, great video. That was amazing. Like I cried like <laughs> living the moment again. I was like, I love you. You're like a beautiful human. Please shake my hand one day. I mean and like um if you guys haven't seen these videos, we'll put links to them obviously. But one thing that's awesome about the videos is they aren't they're not only are they audio, 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 audio is the pronunciation of that. <laughs> Adio. <laughs> I want to say like, um, they're pleasant to listen to and like, well, um, structured narratively, mm. but you. visually you also have gathered so many perfect like clips, you know? So it's like, there's, there's definitely a lot of, uh, work that goes into these fucking videos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did that work years ago. Yeah. Um, when I was in surgery for my labrum and my shoulder, absolute destroyed shoulder, yes. I couldn't climb and I atrophied. So what I did, I downloaded every single World Cup, every major international mm -hmm. competition. And I'll play it back in slow motion and analyze everyone's beta. So that's where this that's started. Why it's all up in here. Crazy. Yeah. Do you have like a coaching background or anything like that? I coached that in Dallas for about two years. Yeah. But this was even before I was coaching. So... I'm just like the biggest so you, nerd. You always yeah, have. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you That's always have too. Yeah, yeah. Like a really deep passion for comp climbing. Yeah. I, I was immediately attracted to it. Um, yeah. Pretty much when I first started climbing, I was 70 pounds overweight. So I was 70 pounds heavier than I am now. Wow. And I projected one V zero for one month. <laughs> and then I got it right before they took it down. I grinded. Oh, Holy like, shit. Two times a week. Dude, most people like start climbing yeah. and they bump grades super fast, but you from this get go, dude, you were straight in the project. <laughs> Yo, I was like, I guess I'm doing V0 for one month. It's the same one. Well, Karma came back though because you had a pretty good last year of bouldering. Yeah, last right? six months. Last even. six months, yeah. Um, um, 
How'd you get into it? How'd you discover it? So you're down in Dallas? Dallas. There's no rock out there. It's just gyms. But fuck, that's and where Puccio came from. That's, that's where... why I got into comp climbing because oh. everything there is comp. Yeah. 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 So many great climbers that come out of Texas. Yeah. It's Jeff Jackson. Jeff Jackson, yeah. Came out of Texas. Uh-huh. Daniel Woods. D. Woods. Uh, Claire uh, Burfind. Burfind. Claire Burfind. John Brosler, speed, American speed champion. There's a, the list goes on. The yeah. list goes on. So yeah. how did you get into it? My friend um, in one of my math classes in college just like said, hey, you want to try it? I was like, okay, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> and then like you can't even hold your steering the wheel the next day. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my God. Dude. Can't raise your hands to wash your hair yeah. the next day. I remember those days. And then the next month, I projected V1. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Big jump, dude. <laughs> For like a month again. <laughs> and was the addiction like there right away? Oh, yeah. You were just super psyched. I'm always like, been like that once i do something i'm not gonna just do it i have to 100 percent all in um yeah every mental physical fiber of my body has to be into it what other examples in your life was tricking like yeah tricking as well but um that one i had to slow down because of injury dude it's so brutal mm-hmm. high impact like chess <laughs> um yeah i started playing at 17 but like was able to go to like expert level ma- low master level in like two, two Ooh, what's your fight score Ooh. fighty Hmm, like, I don't know if I should say this. Well, I don't I, even know I, what that is. Okay, so. I've actually only played online. Chess.com? What's your chess.com? I peaked at right. like 2K. That's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. I peaked at like 15, 1400. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. my peak. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Wait, did you start I mean, tricking at the same time as climbing then? No, I started in 2011, 12. Tricking? Yeah. And then, so tricking became before climbing. Okay. And then climbing to go. Seems like a really good base for climbing too, especially exact. gym climbing. So, oh my God. Yeah, so it translates perfectly. Yeah. I was already doing parkour. I know how to comp climb yes. before I knew how to comp climb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit. What that's, a weird world we live in. Yeah. And so that's why I love comp climbing. That's why I literally know, like you can tell me 2015, uh, might gain or something. And I'll tell you the stats. Like I'll tell you exactly what happened, you know? Like, yeah, I'm the guy that knows every football stat but is like terrible at football and that's me so i know every climbing set yeah. but like i'm okay at climbing you know i'm trying that's what Crazy, i am dude yeah wow. we're super fan nerds it's great though it's like unlike football you can actually participate in the sport right yeah like you can still be i can like, actually you like can climb the, yeah yeah i mean that's the beauty of climbing right yeah so what happened after dallas like what brought you here so i was with uh my partner at the time we were living in dallas and she got an internship at Rock and Ice. Um, Can we with, say her name? Yeah, Delaney. There you go. Um, Delaney so, Miller. Yeah, ex USA champion or yeah, three time US time champion. Um, and so I was there, and then she got the internship, and um, I stopped coaching at Summit. And I was like, oh, I need a job. <laughs> <laughs> and so I sent out, like, you know, the diaspora of applications. <laughs> yeah probably like 20, 30 applications. Um, and she got there and was like, hey, there's a position opening right now, apply for it. Mm-hmm. And so I made the video and I applied for it at the same time and I sent all of it all together. I was like, here, I'm not like 100% qualified, but I'll show you what I can do in the form of this video and my resume cover letter. Yeah. And they're like, okay, seems good. So then I oh, yeah. Yeah, moved straight to Carbondale. The town, I went from Dallas, Texas to a town of like 7,000. Yes. Wow. Big ass change. Dallas yeah. is like 6 million people or something? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. And I'm a city boy. So. And Carbondale's small too. Yeah. Like you can tell. You can walk the whole thing. <laughs> this yeah. is beautiful though, man. It's beautiful. Good climbing. Yeah. 
plenty of like climbing industry people mm-hmm. are there. Yeah, exactly. Home of rock and ice, home of other shit too. Yeah. Um. So now you're you're not with that job anymore. No, no. What the hell are you doing with yourself? I'm. Uh, you're here in Denver right on now. On paper, technically homeless. Yes. Not really, but like I, I'm staying with a friend. Yeah. I love this guy. He's been one of my closest friends for a long time. And uh, I've been just trying to like climb as much as I can yes. before I, I have a position already in Houston mm-hmm. lined up, but I'm trying to get a different position. Mm-hmm. And so once they call and it's like, hey, you're starting, I'm leaving, which yeah. I think is tomorrow. Whoa. That's so crazy. Wait, dude. back to Houston? Um, I'm going to have uh, a few days in Salt Lake to film and then I'm going to go straight back to Houston. And that'll be the home base then? Yeah, I'll be in Houston from here on out, I guess. Oh, I don't dude. know how long. But if I get the job I want, my schedule will like allow me like three and a half day weekends. So oh, that's I'll just nice. fly out every weekend. Just, just jump on your private jet and <laughs> yeah. scoot out to uh, land at the fucking Bishop Tarmac. I'll and... fly here and I'll see you guys every weekend. <laughs> you can come ah. over, dude. Well, so you, you kind of have an interesting experience too with um, how covid obviously because of covid you lost your job Mm -hmm. but in some ways it also allowed you to put so much effort into your youtube channel absolutely and that was like what has allowed it to keep growing so crazy fast i get comments all the time that your videos are what's getting me through covid so i think covid was like Mm. perfect timing everything clicked perfectly um it's one of those if i I would have never guessed all this would have happened. Mm-hmm. And so I think COVID, because everyone's at home, they're looking at their phones. It was perfect timing. Absolute perfect. Mm-hmm. It is funny. I mean, it's not funny the but way yeah. that worked. It's like uh, one of the strange silver linings of mm-hmm. COVID that some people yeah. in these disparate little areas of our world have found great success Yeah, because COVID has forced us to behave in strange ways, right? Yeah meaning sitting at your desk <laughs> fucking glued to a computer screen yeah. or something like that just desperately looking for connection mm-hmm. or excitement or motivation yeah. and you just fell right into that it was well, I have a, let's talk about the, how many videos do you have up on I YouTube? have I so I have 50 on my app that says but I know mo- a lot of them are unlisted and they're like streams so I think yeah. I only have like 30 videos or wait maybe 30 like 2 33 so like 33 videos in eight months Mm -hmm. in eight months has it been eight months it's february when i started that's the the well i was looking at your channel and the oldest video says eight months yeah so it says eight months yeah that's a lot of content yeah i did once a week one a week yeah and you're still doing that once Uh, a week this is my first week i missed last Uh, week uh, i know you get out on the real rock dude dude. you're just like "Uh, maybe i don't need to do those anymore scary (laughs) youtube the the app gave me a notification it's like your hey. views have been dropping because you haven't uploaded. I was like, ah, bro, bro, chill, dude. It YouTube. takes so much work to edit a video like that. Yeah, like That's what you, I want to talk you about. upload, you upload chunky, meaty. Yeah, they're like <laughs> I have like some fifteen, 15 minute, videos. fifteen to thirty minute videos, and that is like, I know they they roughly say that a minute of video is like an hour of editing yeah. at least, or more or less. And so, yeah, it's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> And that, I mean, like, so by having lost that, your, your full-time job, you could just dig deep into that, you Absolutely. know? But let's take one, for example, let's say, um, the Nathaniel Coleman video. Yeah. So you went to Salt Lake, mm-hmm. you watched him climb, got to hang out with him, got to hang out with him, got to pick his brain a little bit. Yeah. Then you have all the footage yeah. that you have to sift through, mm-hmm. plus the disparate footage of Adamandra 
in a leotard <laughs> like for a split second yeah. in your video how long does a video like that take it's like 10 minute 10 minutes and change that one i probably started at 6 a.m and i uploaded it at like 2 a.m oh, i didn't sleep i didn't i didn't stop i did it all in oh, one day. Wow. wow you were psyched yeah i think i like peed a few times and that's it <laughs> i don't i don't even think i ate dinner that night so 20 out 20 straight hours yeah. of work is what makes this 10 minute video available for other people I, it w I know i could do it faster but honestly my i have to blame my equipment because like it would crash Dude, yeah. and so like the last six hours uh, was me trying to export it yeah rendering oh. takes forever yeah <laughs> did you not have like a computer at rock and ice i guess you were just using their equipment maybe? yeah I, yeah i don't want to install <laughs> stuff yeah <laughs> um somebody get this man a computer Dude, I, i'm <laughs> getting some there. crowdsourcing here man. Yeah, no, I, I have enough to get a computer i just need to like move to houston so i can settle it in yeah. i want to get a desktop yeah what's your fucking computer now what are you doing all this i time? have it in my car it's a hp uh oh no stop there yeah, it's, it's trash it's pentium for uh yeah. i didn't it's even know hp i3 excuse mm. me okay you're right that, hey wow. yeah, yeah that's an upgrade <laughs> so <clears throat> i have to ask the question like What's the what's the uh, like reward you get from this? Not personal reward. We'll talk about that yeah. in a second. But you have all these videos up. South Park made a famous episode about making internet money. Yeah. Like, do you receive? Do you have advertising? I mean, there are plenty of ads in your videos. Yeah. But so honestly, I just like uh, people have been talking about it. Sometimes I put too many ads. I don't even like. I'm not actually physically placing. Yeah. I just like press monetize or not monetize. Yeah, YouTube. And does I just it. like they do it for me. So that's how that works. Yeah, and it's uh, you guys can find out online through like Social Blade or like just doing Google things. You can figure out how much I make, but it's not a lot. It's really yeah. not a lot. Even your Patreon is like I don't, eighty-five dollars. I don't month. push that either because I kind of feel weird asking. We'll push for that money. for you. No, but, I don't know. If people like what you're doing yeah. and you're providing a especially in these days, some sort of enjoyment. Mm -hmm. Patreon isn't fucking making anybody do anything. It's like, if you like it, throw me a couple, yeah, yeah. throw me a couple so, bucks. Yeah. If only, if only we could apply that same mentality to ourselves, Dave. I just, <laughs> I just cannot be bothered. I feel weird asking for yeah, money. It's it like, weird. I don't really post on Patreon that much as well. It's like hard for me to do it. I'll respond to messages on there. That's pretty much it. I don't like do mm -hmm. teasers and trailers, but I'm not like active on there. So I feel weird because I can't offer something. Korean household, you're always taught not to just accept free things. You know, mm -hmm. you have to like, yeah. offer something or work for it. Yeah. And so that's I, some ethics. So I, like, I've actually thought about deleting my Patreon already. And uh, yeah. I, I think know, Patreon man. is the best of what you would call the worst and what I would personally call the worst too because yeah. it's uncomfortable. It's a little uncomfortable. Asking for yeah. money. Um. You know, in any aspect of yeah. your life. But that is such an artist supporting platform mm. that in this world of like fucking Uber drivers and Lyft drivers and part-time employment, mm. man, if you can get a couple bucks from somebody who's wealthy, who's like, they deserve yeah. $10 of mine a month. That's awesome. Yeah. I think. Plus I think the way you're doing it is really wholesome as well. Right. You're not really you're like, it's there. Like I'm not, ask like you don't you can if you want to it's there you know it's in the description know. it's on yeah. my like end screen and that's yeah. it somebody and somebody has to be like i want to do this people who know what patreon is know what to look for yeah so yeah. they'll find it yeah yeah for sure so what what are the rewards you get uh other than the monetary world like psychologically i'm are just you... a nerd 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I love editing. I like video making. I love mm -hmm. storytelling. Um, yeah. I used to do speech and debate, but I actually did the speech events, not the debate events. So I was a storyteller. I, I've always wanted to go into acting, actually. Um, oh, interesting. That's a long story, too. I, uh, I ran away from home to drive to <laughs> NYU to audition there. What? <laughs> and so, yeah. Please elaborate. <laughs> yeah, acting has always been my passion. What? But I realized that, you know, realistically, acting is not the most stable it's thing. It's so fucking hard. But I could still storytell yes. through YouTube and through another passion, climbing, and use that as a medium for expressing what I feel is the lens of what climbing and the beauty it is so i was most impressed <clears throat> excuse me by your narrative mm, thank you because you can tell that you're taking nothing for granted there's no like there may be some off the cuff stuff but yeah. you, you've obviously written a script mm -hmm. you know exactly where your cuts are i was pretty impressive man for this is just youtube and climbing uh your narrative storytelling was fucking on point why, like, why thank you good, sure. sir <laughs> no i mean yeah. really it was uh that was the first thing that leapt out to me i've never taken a writing course except for like the high school stuff um never taken film school never taken editing i've, I've never been taught formally everything has just been raw from i've learned off youtube and watching yeah. other people yeah crazy dude i mean just like i think it's like, it's like you gotta have the that just the feel for it you know mm -hmm. like you you can objectively see something be like okay this is just you know well made and it has i don't know because there's a lot of channels out there i'm sure we could find some where someone's tried to do the same <laughs> sure. thing as you yeah and <laughs> like they're just missing the polish or the uh effort you know like and i'm still learning yeah each video i'm learning new techniques and new like ways to structure my videos mm -hmm. so well know. there's some innate things that go into it too like <clears throat> hate to break the heart of people who don't have these innate qualities, but there are some things you're born with. And you obviously have charisma mm, that you. fucking carries a lot of cargo in this <laughs> yeah. world, man. Like a lot of cargo. Yeah. Especially in videos and like content creation. If you have a modicum of charisma, it's going to take you a long way. Yeah. So those other ones that suck on YouTube, <laughs> those people probably are very charismatic. <laughs> but like, you know, they could, I still see potential in them. They can yeah. eventually learn. Obviously yeah. Potential, yeah. 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 Um, do you know who Freddie Wong is? Yeah. Yeah. So he's I one loved, of my favorite YouTubers. His videos. He, there's two things I learned from him. One, everything you watch, you can learn something from it. Yeah. Even if it's Barbie movie 2010, mm -hmm. you can learn something from it. And two, your equipment shouldn't hold you ever back yes. ever. Yeah. Those are the two things I've always like held. So I've every movie I've watched, every book I read, read every YouTube video I watch, I try to like learn one thing from me. Yeah, yeah. Very very growth oriented yeah. mindset. Now you just got to get that equipment on yeah. lockdown, dude. <laughs> Yo, once I get like equipment, it's, it's game I cannot, over. I cannot even fathom what you'll be able to do with more than two gigabytes. I'm of actually RAM. sandbagging myself <laughs> this whole time. So hard. <laughs> so what's the what's the goal? Like, what are some of your, how do you want to parlay this into a career, I assume, maybe? Or? It would be cool to be a career, but I I don't really care where that part takes me. I also, like, don't check my subscriber count too often. I actually checked it just for you guys, so I would know. <laughs> um, I, I don't watch the numbers. I try not to. It's um, good. Yeah. I respond to com every comment I possibly can one hour a day, uh, one hour, um, one hour block once a week. Yeah. I try to respond to everything. 
But for me, the future is, so I'm born from Trenton, New Jersey. If you've ever been, it's not a good place. Mm -hmm. It's one of the highest homicide rates in America. My parents struggled so hard. They... Is that Cory Booker was the mayor of Trenton for a while? I believe so, yeah. It's a really bad place. And I want to go back and eventually crowdfund or use the monetization money to build a co-op there. That's like oh, yeah. a huge vision I have. I want to do climbing, that next climbing year. Co-op. Yeah, yeah, climbing co-op. Because if I just build a wall and they climb, it doesn't matter. I need to ma- make sure they make a community. Yes. I'm going to yeah. teach some kids or adults how to like bolt, route set, or on the wall. Yeah. And then get kids off the street. Because like, yeah, I could give them money and whatever, but that's not that doesn't matter. Like you need to have them have a community and a purpose in life to get off the streets and like better their lives and teach them. Mm-hmm. And so that's one huge project. I really want to make it happen next year. I'm not sure because of Corona. Yeah. And then the next one is there's um a lot of athletes in the world that are world-class world cup level athletes, but they're too poor to compete. Yeah. I want to fund those people. Yeah. And there's a lot of pro climbers with decent amount of money and they will never do this stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot of pro climbers who don't have a lot of money and they also can't do this stuff. So I want to be the guy that's not a pro climber, just a random content creator and sort of like inspire more people to actually change the world in a way. Yeah. And that was like when I realized my purpose in life. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. This is how I'm going to change the world. Dude, that is fucking insane. Yeah. I have a climbing article due on, my column is due on Sunday. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> and I'm writing about that. Thank you. Exactly. No, I mean that I have been writing about it. We're oh, wow. we're thinking about the exact same yeah. things. A way to like demand more community involvement mm-hmm. with our sport. Yeah. Cuz there's great Holy athletes crap. out there that just don't have the money, so yeah. I understand they can't do it. Dude. I mean even Alex Puccio is getting crowdfunded to go to the World Cup, you Yeah. Know? Yeah, like, she had to do a Kickstarter like struck, 4 yeah. years ago. Which is just like, okay, our sport. Like, So I get it. You need to feed yourself first. Do that. Yeah. But like, I want to be able to do what they couldn't as not a pro climber. Yeah. As just, I'm like, I climb V10, V11, but like, I'm not a pro by yes. any means. Yeah. And show by example that with the power of the community I'm building right now, that we're going to do like big things. Big do you things. have uh, a history with crowdsourcing? Like, how never to done like it. grant work things everything like that everything i've done so far i've never done <laughs> fucking start typing in how to sign up for grants on youtube yeah. i actually already thought about it i was gonna make shirts to sell yeah i was gonna do like um a shirt that is like the same shirt but you can pay one dollar or like margin of one dollar or like margin of fifty dollar and that's how you donate that way you get something that shows that you supported the product yeah, and it's so, like a Radiohead album. Yeah, yeah. Pay one dollar yeah. for it, or pay twelve dollars yeah. for it. And so this was the idea. I was having. I had other ideas where it's just like, oh yeah, just generic donation. But I want to, yeah, I want to go to Trenton. I've been talking to the city already about like finding a space that they could um, possibly donate just through the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've already been thinking about it. I will be talking to companies later to donate holds or shoes, which I'm sure they can. Like just rental shoes. It doesn't have to be yeah. fancy. Um, otherwise, I'm just going to do it out of pocket because I don't want big companies behind it. I no. want to prove that just autonomous regular guy and community can do it. Yeah. God, good for you, dude. I did not see this conversation going that yeah. way. That is exciting. 
and so yeah my content's wholesome it's fun it's it's stuff but i have a real serious goal behind all of it mm-hmm. what are you gonna say Fiddy? Uh, honestly like i guess do you have you like looked at what kevin jorgensen's been doing too right because yeah. he's he's building gyms uh-huh. and like communities i've been to boys and girls club yeah. when growing up i i get it that yeah. stuff changes lives yeah, for real dude he's like he's one of the people i look up to. that's so yeah i've never uh, i've kind of met him but like i want to meet him and like understand where this vision came from because he's serious like really good person yeah and there's that gym i forgot what it was called in memphis as well which is mm-hmm. a co-op it's yeah. a community co-op I, I it's forgot rock town or yeah. something like that in memphis i can't believe i'm forgetting it but they have <laughs> a paradigm that's almost exactly like what you're talking about yeah community run um open doors to everybody they're like the framework and there's mm. a couple of gyms in canada that are this way as well yeah minneapolis has a bouldering co-op i think, I think also ohio well. yeah so it's yeah. it's been done which is cool just to know it it, it works yeah um in a place like trenton too man boy what a service that would be yeah what an incredible they, they way to, to spend your life would, yeah and like, they they need it they need activities where children can develop as a human like man like the stuff i've seen there i know we and we were we so albert and i climbed at the gym before coming here and we were talking about wait a second hold on albert went to clear creek (laughs) sent moulin rouge then climbed with you at movement baker and directly after this Uh interview is going into the denver boulder and this is a six day on so Albert, <laughs> Albert is, young man, he's dude. trying to he's man. trying to get shit done, dude. I'm, I'm no chill. <laughs> that candle is burning brightly, my friend. <laughs> I mean, so are my forearms, but yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so uh, we were at the gym and we were talking about how, like, if we didn't have, at least me personally, if I didn't have climbing, like that is such a hole in my community like i would everyone i know almost majority of my friends like how how would i meet people yeah i don't know it just it's i wouldn't have met you yeah exactly it's just it's great guys it's a such a great way to yeah have a community which i think everybody needs in some way because otherwise you're just alone dave that is not so alone you would just you'd be in the skateboarding community or the gaming community or the crocheting community but would, would you just, be on a just, podcast with Dave? Yeah, yeah. In those communities. If I was into crocheting and it like happened two years ago and I was like, Feedy, will you, you want to be co-host of a <laughs> crocheting podcast? Well, well, I'm just saying though that it's, yeah. it's, it is another community for another group of people yeah. who otherwise wouldn't have a chance to experience how cool it is. Yeah. So just but, like having people to talk to changes yeah. your lives, yo. Yo, it's it's needed. Also to have avenues and access, right? Not only to a gym, but what the gym inspires. Yeah. So like these underprivileged youth in a place like Trenton mm-hmm. or in a place like fucking Denver or any other city we yeah. can rattle off. You're trapped in like this concrete wasteland mm-hmm. and you don't have a whole lot of access to even activate the part of your brain that says this is not my limit yeah right you don't even know yeah yeah you don't know a climbing gym gives you aspirations to be like there is a world out there that's made of trees and rocks and waterfalls allegory of the cave you know yeah you just see the shadows all your life and yeah it's just um it's so important Mm-hmm. incredible i don't i don't have a point but yeah <laughs> no yeah i, I want to do trenton first because that's like my hometown yeah it's like yeah. go back to the roots i would love to expand across the u.s yeah 
Um, I I pretty much want to do what One Climb is doing, but so solo. Yeah. Yeah, and not at Boys and Girls Club and just like and like at, yeah, be spot. their own facilities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Denver could use one. Yeah. I mean, to tell you the absolute a free truth. gym. Yeah. Yeah, free. We have like the big city mountaineers, right? Uh -huh. Who get underprivileged youth into the wilderness for hiking and stuff. Absolutely. But it'd be sweet not to have like parental waivers and get vans together yeah. where there's just a gym downtown yeah that is like a boys and girls club where you can feel safe you can feel welcome you can see people that look like you and people that don't look like you and you all have the same goal of getting the top of that stupid <laughs> purple <laughs> route you know what i mean yeah and it's like shared a shared vision of what success looks like mm -hmm. oh man <laughs> And so, like, oh, in order really to fund inspiring. that, I've already have two really good ideas that are not, they're climbing related, but they'll go beyond climbing. Yeah. They'll reach the mass general audience. And I've really been working on this. And I've, uh, I'm going to try to pitch one of them to Amazon or Netflix oh, cool. or like Hulu, see if they can do that. Cause then I'll have a huge budget yeah. to like do philanthropy projects. And then, yeah, then it'll be my career. That's like my purpose in life. But right now, you know, I, I, I want a job and <laughs> stability. <laughs> What's your stability. job down in Houston? Uh, by the I'll way. have one job at a, I'll be coding, but the other one I'm prospecting. I don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about that one yet, but I'll tell you later. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, wow. I can, I can go coding anywhere. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. yeah. My parents are in Houston. So go oh, oh, sweet. Nice. The whole yeah. family's there. Yeah. The family. I'll play with my dogs. <laughs> How much longer or how long have you been on the road for uh, for this stint? Since Tuesday. Last since Tuesday. Tuesday. Not yesterday. Damn, dude, you're squeezing in some serious dude, stuff. Dude, yeah. Howard's crazy, man. Almost <laughs> almost did cage-free last week uh, on Saturday. Uh, you got to wrap these projects up before you leave. I know. I have to do my first 12 before I get out. I think I'm going to... Wait, gonna... you're leaving when? Tomorrow? I, I might be leaving tomorrow or Friday, so I don't really have much time. A fucking v accessible V12. Yeah, which one, which one do you think it's going to be? Trice or halfway crooks? Okay. Don't go rice. <laughs> I did. I tried it in the sun and I was gra I was like touching the crimp, but I couldn't purchase the next crimp. Fuck, dude! If you went there tonight in these conditions with like this tiny bit of humidity in the air, but I'm yeah, so just, stupid. I'm going to DBC. Yeah, no, and if you, no, no, yeah, just get that final warm up because you're you just have been warming up all week, dude, yeah. and you're gonna be hot. Six days of warm up. Six days. Of warm -up. So that behooves the question, like, what uh, what kind of climbing? Do you, one of the things that I thought would be interesting about chatting with you yeah. is you have all of these followers and people who are, like, dialed into your content, but they probably don't know a whole lot about you. <laughs> so this is a chance to for everybody to get to know oh. Albert. What are your goals with climbing? Like, are you just a boulder? I'm about to disappoint you, you pretty much well. everyone. Yeah. So I literally only gym climbed and comp climbed for almost all of my career. And then once I moved to Colorado, winter hit. So I didn't climb at all. <laughs> and in the last six months, so before I came to Colorado, I, I had only done V7. And once I got here, I did my first eight, nine, 10, 11 in wow. like two to three months. <laughs> this is a good way to get kicked off my porch. Yeah. People saying this kind of and stuff. And then, so I did like a well, 13A in St. George. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll try 14A. And I almost sent it. Like I'm very wow, close. Oh man! Well, so that's that's the thing, right? So you paid your time. You put your projecting yeah. days in early at V zero and V one, uh -huh. and then it pays off. Because then now it's just like boom, boom, yeah. boom, easy. So does <laughs> maybe I need to go back? Yeah, to go v back zero. To, yeah, it's all about the, yeah reverse project pyramid. Reverse project. Like, Dude, that's my pyramid. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. I don't know if my ego is strong enough to do that again. <laughs> I have the ice cream cone. Yes, wow. the ice cream cone. What goals do you have? Like, do you want to so, visit the world? Do you want to start track climbing? You want to get in the mountains? Like, oh, what's I, in the future? I want to do, before the year ends, I want to get tw- 512 trad. Okay, that's it's, it's pretty hard. I have, know. Have you climbed trad before? I did a 510C crack in Dallas, a bridge <laughs> on top, bro. Oh, shit. I think I... You have video. Yeah, of I have a video. Yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, it was okay, terrible. I, saw I, that too. I literally have a scar from it still. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, I, I literally, I'm just, I'm very gung ho. Like, yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I'll grind until it happens. I like so, that. So I'm very close to 14A. I was like maybe one, two, three, four, five, six moves away from the finish. And just got to go back, huh? Yeah. But that's gonna be hard, dude. You're just you have to you have to stop moving every ten seconds. It I'm feels sorry. like. It just happened. <laughs> I don't think he does, dude. I think his trajectory <laughs> is working for Albert right now. So, yeah. so one thing uh, I wanted to ask you about your the direction of your channel. So you have a lot of this like narrative driven content, which is telling like short segments mm-hmm. about history or informative sections about the sport. But are you gonna start doing a more vlog style? videos because that's another that's another genre of climbing videos that is i've seen that's that might be the most popular type of youtube for yeah. climbing is like you have a geek climber emil abramson a couple of that kind of like i don't think so if i, I yeah. do i'll make a second channel let me ask a stupid question what do you mean by i know video yeah. blog but what do you mean so by literally vlog? like it's like just, what adam andra does yeah, is that yeah. yeah. Hello, i'm here i'm climbing this so, day. yeah today i'm going to be trying to climb the simulation of this v15 boulder i'm projecting outside and yeah. then it would be like you hang out with this guy this personality um you just, make just little standalone narratives yeah. yeah so or like uh, geek climbers another popular youtube channel yeah. and this dude yeah, who's literally just like I want to, how long is it going to take me to do a muscle up or here? I'm going to train with Paul Robinson for a day and mm-hmm. has these like, in, he's like an interesting character. And so you just watch him because you like to see him, his progress and he's, he's knowledgeable. Yeah. So if I do, I'll make a second channel. I think right yeah. now I might make some vlog style where it's borderline vlog, Yeah. but I'm still going to do an informative, yeah. um, like educational aspect at it. So the video I filmed with Lizzie Ellison and Madeline Struthers, yeah. it's, it's funny, it's vloggy, but we were we had a very serious talk about type two fun, yeah, and like the psychology behind it and why we push ourselves. So there's going to be some education. Yeah, in there. yeah, some more in, yeah in depth content. Yeah, I want to talk about type two fun. <laughs> what was what, what was your psychological diagnosis of why we, you know, finish a marathon and we're like I'm never fucking doing that again. And two weeks later, we're like I cannot wait to do my next run my next marathon. It's just about self hatred. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you guys came to? I, at least what I came to. <laughs> I just hate myself so much more than everyone else that I can do whatever I want in life. <laughs> wow. Fuck. But also I love I, myself as much as I hate myself. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Got to balance. <laughs> you got to have both. Yeah. head just exploded right there. Par- paradox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you got you to balance it. Um. So you want to get into trad climbing. Have you like. I've never even played skier. Never play I can. Scary. I've done uh, tight tight hands. I've done finger crack like on trainer simulators, and I have no clue if I'll be even able to do it. But I think if I grind it, I can do five twelve. Oh, you can do. Yeah, yeah, dude, you, you can do. do placing gear is not yeah, fucking yeah. rocket science. Yeah, yeah. Get somebody you trust to show you, and yeah, you're on your way. And so I was hopefully gonna go to Indian Creek in I don't know month, two months. That's sport climbing. <laughs> is it real? <sighs> I mean, sport climbing without bolts. True. Nah, still counts. It does count. I'll find a splitter. It, it does count. I'll find a good splitter. Um, 
Have you, so you've never been to the creek. No. Where do you want to go in the United States? Like you've you've been climbing for six years, right? Uh, or eight. Years? I started climbing six years ago, but I so I tore Only outside yeah, my labrum, yeah. my uh, rotator cuff, three out of four muscles, had a bank heart lesion and a slap tear. It's very painful. So I could not climb for a year and a half. So really, <sighs> the total time I've been climbing is four and a half years, and in the past six months has been my most outdoor yeah, climbing up. ever. So where do you want to visit, man? Where are you dying to visit? Like, to you got winter plans? I'm or? going to Red Rocks December. I'm okay, going to nice. HCR Thanksgiving. And that's it. <laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> Can we talk about your injuries, dude? What the hell happened I've to your shoulder? everything. Yeah. No, I want to hear about it because you've come back and you're... It's torn right now. My labrum's <laughs> torn right now. What were you doing? Um, there was like a cyst inside my shoulder um the joint yeah that was just growing and agitating everything oh, in the socket yeah oh my and then God. i stretched and everything just what? popped and i just like, guys it really hurts right now i can't breathe and like i couldn't breathe at all for wow like two it, was so, it was so so painful i went to the hospital and they're like oh we need to get you on the table now what the yeah hell? torn and, labrums are unimaginably painful that's the, the labrum's fine what the rotator cuff is what but was the rotator you? cuff and the bank heart lesion and the slap tear and the cyst all bleeding out was like all combination was the worst pain i've ever experienced even yeah, more than the ghost pepper yesterday <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which we have a ghost pepper here yeah i feedy no oh actually gosh. no you really shouldn't yeah i really no, should no, you really should. Um, this is the, maybe at the end of the interview no no not even it's not you won't drive home you won't be able to okay. like I'm, I'm okay with Feedy, you can crash here. Let's make this happen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can't crash here. I can't afford a new toilet. I don't want to become a, I don't want to become like one of those sad fail videos on YouTube where you, there's like the news reporter at a ghost pepper farm and they're talking about how hot it is and the news reporter just eats it and he's like smiling and the guy's like, oh uh -oh. no, oh no, you, you really shouldn't have done that. And then the person realizes like, oh, it's not going to end in like 30 minutes. It goes on for like 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> my laughing suggests that those are my favorite videos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's something special about them because like, oh no, you poor soul. Like this. Uh, during, during quarantine, I ate, I ate, um, 10 garlic bulbs and that was really painful. I remember that. Yeah, that wow. was excruciating Why? painful. I don't know. It was just one of those yeah, type two fun. Okay. Because I was annoyed. Everybody <laughs> kept sending me these stupid like, I did five push-ups now. You do five push-ups. Oh, yeah. That's how that came about. And then and they're like, <laughs> I ate one garlic bulb, so it's eat, eat a garlic bulb. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do 10 push-ups and 10 garlic bulbs. And nasty. it was so painful. What happened to I your started, asshole? It was fine, actually. <laughs> but, I think we've had this conversation. Yeah, the hole was fine. I thought it wouldn't be that bad and the pain the fire that the inferno that was my mouth yeah immediate like tears i was i was filming it and i was trying to like not just burst out crying and it was yeah very hard and what's I, that chemical allison it's like it I, I think so your, your body treats it like capsaicin almost dude my it's yeah. like a bunch of pitchforks yeah. in your tongue we did a hot ones challenge oh no we made our own no. So we got all the sauces they use. Oh, I love that. The last so step. <laughs> the last step. Yeah. By the way, number eight. What's it called? The it nuke, has the, the atomic, atomic bomb on yeah. it. That's the worst. And it's never like the last one. <laughs> never, yeah. no. So I, all of all of the hot sauces, I fucking sweat like a beast, and yeah. it was uncomfortable. But they were tasty and yeah. they were good. That atomic bomb <laughs> one. It's just been pain. It's literally torture. It yeah. has no, no taste. Yeah, yeah. It has no yeah. flavor. 
it's like somebody challenging you to stick your dong in a roaring fireplace. It's objectively a bad hot that. sauce. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's really bad. There's, yeah. a, there's yeah. no redeeming quality. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. Yeah. How does that compare to the ghost peppers? Because I ate this raw. And like those are diluted sauces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was worse than atomic. Fuck. I can't. By far. Fuck. I almost can't imagine that. Because like I think when you it's raw because my your stomach still digests it. When the <sighs> sauce is, you know, it doesn't actually burn your stomach that bad. Not, no, not at all. This sat in my stomach for thirty minutes, <sighs> and so like the mouth part was the the same as like last Just stab or something, whatever. Pain. Yeah, it, the wave was over in fifteen minutes. Yeah, fifteen twenty the minutes. The stomach was an hour of agony. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> you're digesting the seeds and the skin oh. still. And it hits your uh, first gastrointestinal tract yeah. and it just sits there. The, so did it make you climb better or no, worse? I didn't even do two moves with the V7. It was impossible. <laughs> I was like, this is not Because Because you were going to climb a, a boulder called Ghost Pepper on yeah. Ghost Pepper. and it Where's was, Ghost Pepper? Fort Collins. Oh, where? Uh, one of those, like this big lake. It was a really nice climb. <laughs> Horse tooth? Yes, Horse Tooth Reservoir. Reservoir. Yeah, Ghost Pepper. I don't even know that. Near where? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Well, uh, I love I'm glad it. you survived, dude. I and you had the story to tell. I had to get Lizzie to drive my car. Oh my god! Oh yeah, you couldn't drive. I couldn't drive. I was like, I couldn't even walk back to the car. <laughs> oh, it was the, that's the worst decision of my life. Well, thank you for not just goading me on to do it. No, you uh, should not. I this really, is... I think I don't even handle. I can handle spice. But I don't know if I can handle. If you put this true. in a chili and dilute it, yeah, yeah. you'll be fine. But Dave, Dave over here, he sweats when he eats uh, uh, ketchup. ketchup. Ketchup, yeah. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> but I love spice. I just, I, I think, I, I wish people could see this because it is a bit of a bullshit. What's happening here? There's literally a canister of ghost peppers sitting on the table in between the three of us. I feel like we can't let, and I'm not going to do it. No, you should not. It's like actually a bad medical choice yeah like medically <laughs> bad well just give me an immediate ulcer a pro- i drank pepto-bismol before and after and it was still uh, that bad oh uh, you yeah. were even prepped i prepped <laughs> i did everything right yeah the mouth part was fine i like try to eat bread and i had some like coke uh yogurt uh, yeah. soy yogurt yeah wow okay it didn't matter yeah. Like, because it went away in 15 minutes, just like Dude, those hot sauces. Well, yeah. Did you wash your hands too? Because, you know, the, the danger of the pepper penis. It didn't matter because it's like <laughs> waxy skin. Yeah. So I touched my eyes and it was oh, fine. Oh, okay. It's the hot sauces because it's like liquid. But... Well, so I know some people who just have handled normal hot peppers and then they touch yeah, you, certain parts oof, of their body. Don't do that. And disappear for 30 minutes from yeah. the, uh, the social gathering. You can't even wash that off. You can't even wash. You just have to. Yeah, matter. <laughs> you just have to ride it out. Ride the dragon. This is terrible. I hate what we're talking about right now. It was. It hurts me. <laughs> it hurts me deeply. Uh, Albert, are there any um, YouTubers that you really like that like um, you learned? Would you say like uh, the most from? I haven't learned that. Like I watch climbing YouTubers, but mm-hmm. that's not like my main focus. Huge one is Gbay99. He does G-Bay. kind of what I do for League of Legends. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I watch um, every every frame of painting. Yes, uh, I love that channel. Vid- like movie analysis. Yes. Um, Nerd writer. Yeah. And those are like my three huge influences. Yeah. Oh, and for, like Freddie Wong and like the OGs. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff okay. And yeah, I just try to like I didn't copy them. I definitely was inspired. Like you can tell my videos are 100% yeah. different. But the, yeah, it's just like a it's just like a conversational podcast, yeah. right? Like we're not necessarily copying anyone. It's all just 
you know, yeah. doing the same, similar thing. I definitely have like my own vision of style that I like yeah. sort of catered to what I like. And then um, I learned editing off of, I just watch Instagram, like good edits on Instagram. I'm like, yes. oh, I like that. I want to know how to do, do that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's how I pretty much do it. But those are my big inspirations. Um, obviously, like I watch Magnus. I, I've made a, even a video with Juji Mufu. Yes, I yeah. love that. Um, it's a tricky video. Juji Mufu is. He's, I'm <sighs> so out of my depth right now. Yeah, YouTube is a different world. I'm so uh, embarrassed. Ju yeah, yeah. What's Juji Mufu? Okay, Juji Mufu is this dude who looks like he is... He's a bodybuilder. He's almost he's crazy. 40. He's he's old, but he's crazy jacked. Yeah, he's he, old. He's forty. He's old. Huh? Almost sorry, Dave. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry oh. Dave. <laughs> Where am but, I? But he's what? also at the same time incredibly athletic and acrobatic. So he does tricking very well. He's an extremely good tricker. Ah, yeah, he can do the splits and stuff. Juju Mufu. And yeah. not that he's the guy who had uh, Beast Makers. He oh, used Beast yeah, 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 yeah. And he's had a uh, he's made videos with uh, Mag uh, Magnus Mufu. And uh, just really awesome YouTube personality who just is like larger than life and has a huge following. Like literally and physically. Literally and physically, or, yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. It's wait. just it's pretty impressive. Like this dude is like like bodybuilder jacked, but then he can do the splits yeah. while doing like a overhead press like with almost like three hundred pounds. He's <laughs> crazy! Massive. Wow, it's scary. If you but guys like, haven't seen his channel, he's worth checking out because he's a he's a yeah. he's also the his type of personality is so awesome to me because he's always down to try something new like you know uh -huh. he's trying out climbing uh he got really into the arm wrestling community and he has all these really great videos of him learning the ins and outs of that niche community hanging out he also like, yeah. hung out with uh the mountain from game of thrones uh, uh -huh. thorn half thor half thor bjornson dave walls walking by right over there yeah. <laughs> this is um, not the first time dave walls walked by during one of our podcasts <laughs> um Hello, that guy's a, he's a really good uh, climbing coach. Oh, yeah. he's one of the best climbing coaches in the country, right there. You, you should talk to him, Albert, at some point. In the country. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Hello. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. <laughs> That's Dave Wall. You'll recognize him. He's from been, he's our been on the pod, show, actually. I think. Yeah, he's yeah. on the show. So <laughs> he had the courtesy to cross the street. Yeah, that was the so other nice side of the street. That was so sweet. Speaking of influences, this is not exactly influences, but as a guy who's like dialed in to comp climbing mm -hmm. and to like the physiology of movement. You're obviously fascinated by that. Who are some of the most already got the answers. impressive climbers? Oh. They don't have to be comp climbers right now. Okay. But who are some of the people that you look at and you're like, the future for this person is astronomical. There's a Slovenian guy named Matisse Kotar. I got to climb with him and train with him Whoa. when he was in Dallas. He just got fifth at the Slovenian National Cup, which, which might as well be deal. a World yeah, Cup. Which yeah. is a big deal. Zierne, Gregor. And, are crazy strong. And he he could have won too. He just messed up one boulder. Mm -hmm. But like he just sent V13 outside for like the first time or something. He's and like, he like walked up it, obviously. <laughs> yeah. um, he's one of the huge ones. I think Colin Duffy is so underrated. I believe it. That kid that kid's could gnarly. podium at Olympics. No joke. I, yeah. I, I firmly believe it. Um, I have a shirt with um rishat kai Bolin. he's a kazakhstan olympic candidate kazakhstan i also think he could podium really yeah it's because i've not so heard of him I, he's so well-rounded i love how you really are very deep into the comp scene because uh -huh. i think like the climbing community has so many disciplines uh -huh. that you can be so you can be focused on like i like for example i love outdoor bouldering so like i have like a pretty i like feel like i follow that really closely mm -hmm. but i don't necessarily follow the comp scene as much yeah. but like there's that whole other world of like up and comers and 
like yeah that's just super interesting to hear <laughs> I, well, I like the comp scene because it births people like you like yeah. who are so knowledgeable and john brugman and eddie and oh, we could talk forever with that guy yeah so many people <laughs> there, there aren't that many though there aren't that many people who have like dedicated themselves to like learning mm. and studying the kind of whole comp scene universe. i met john for the first time at pan ams we just didn't stop talking <laughs> we're so nerdy yeah <laughs> it was so good have you read his book yeah it's Wait, on my book? shelf right now yeah he wrote a book called High High Drama. High Drama. Oh. But um, I want to read that. Also, Futaba Ito, mm-hmm. she's the like pretty much the Akio and Miho combined. What Whoa. what that would be, if you had, and she's like nineteen right now. She's gonna win every World Cup soon, hundred percent. I already have it. I've I've talked to um, a friend who was a co- coach, and we talked a while about what what makes like the Japanese and Korean teams so dominant or like effective um climbers and he was saying a lot about how it was a lot to do with their approach to competition and training and how they have like a very playful attitude but at the same time like um i don't know they can you know what i mean it's like like are you have you thought have you um could you talk maybe about like what you see as the difference between like American competitive Absolutely. culture versus like oh, the other that, climbing man. cultures? American culture is the crazy soccer mom, but you gave them <laughs> climbing, right? Okay. And so they're always push, 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 push. And then how many kids do you see burn out? Yeah, it's pretty wow. bad. Right before they can hit the peak of the career. Yeah. In Japan and Korea, everything in their life is already push, 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 push. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when they have an extracurricular activity, they treat it with respect. Yeah. It's is this is my time. This is I'm also not going to just do this. I'm improving it because I want to improve it, not cuz my parents obviously want me to succeed, but they're very they treat it like art. Mm-hmm. We're over here, you have to be the best. If you're not, I'm going to yell at you when we're done with this comp, right? I've seen crazy soccer moms in climbing and that happens like, but over there, their pushing is and uh academics so they already have they're already stressed <laughs> they have out. that like yeah they have the terror stretch over yeah. there and so then climbing is their release and so it's treated very differently and like a healthier mindset so they have a lot more of a longevity of career akia naguchi yeah those guys are old she's 32 yeah won the like has won some of the most world cups ever and she's still winning at 32 yeah yes, no one she you, looks great you can't right do that like no one can do that. yeah the the careers i feel like the career of top athletes is is pretty short in comp climbing yeah right like just like in every top mm-hmm. sport right but you have these athletes like kim jain's 31 she's she literally won a world cup last year right yeah she can do it because like she works so hard because that's like her passion like it's not just hard work it's mm-hmm. like you put your soul into it over there yeah but over here i can see that some climbers have the right mentality yeah but a lot of them are just like this is your it was the activity you choose. If you're not succeeding, you've wasted time. And like, so it's kind of unhealthy mi- mi- mindset. So okay. when they hit 20, when they should be at the peak of the career, they burn out. There's, I can name some climbers, but yeah. I don't think I will. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing about that, <clears throat> that culture, like if you go to a gym in South Korea, right yeah. in there. It's funny because I've never it. even climbed there yet. Oh, I live <laughs> there. And Do you know a guy named Jason Mel? He was like the first guy I ever climbed outside with. Wow. In, uh, yeah, I know Jason. He lives, he lives right here. Wait, what, is he around here? 
Oh, not here, here, okay. but yeah, he, he just moved to Denver from yeah. Texas. Yeah. yeah. I know Jason well, man. We yeah. put up uh, First Ascent V6 just sitting there together yeah. long, long guy. ago. But anyway. Yeah, um, sorry. Yeah, that whole crew of that was in Korea, I know all those guys. Yeah. Um, that was spectacular. But one of the things that I, you notice in South Korea, at least, and I'm sure I would imagine it's the same in Japan for the things you were talking about, Fidi, is like when you go to the gym, it's not like get in, don't put on your headphones. Oh, there's no fucking way that's happening. You're sitting down, you're having dinner, yeah. you're eating, you're having a drink, and then you're getting after it for three hours because like you said, that is the time to throw away the yokes yeah. of a culture that puts so much pressure on, on their fucking youth. Yeah. yeah, you got, you know, piano, go to school, after school, English academy, yeah. and then you got math academy, and, and they get home at like 10.30 at night, and then they have two hours of homework to do, and they're uh -huh. up at six in the morning to do it again. All over. But those times the gym, it's not just about that gym climbing. It's, it's the time to see your friends. Uh -huh. It's the time to have uh, good-natured competition. Yeah. It's so healthy. Yeah. That one aspect of South Korean yeah. culture, some of the oh, other aspects very strike unhealthy. me as unhealthy. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah. For sure. But that's what the difference is. Yeah. You come to the gym here and it's different. It's, it's so not community, right? Yeah. Well, there's community here, but it's just a different community. Yeah, I guess so. It's. I mean, it's just, I guess it's gotten so big Yeah. that... A, com a community that used to be interwoven mm -hmm. branches out and there are a bunch of disparate different communities right and it's just like the american culture it's it's very okay to be okay in america and that's okay too what yeah. does that mean it's okay to be okay like you can like climb v3 for the rest of your life and that's still good you know oh fuck yeah yeah, yeah it's great but over there you know like they it translated from all their pushing in school that they're like it's not okay to be V3. Huh? I, I got to be V7, V10, <laughs> yeah, you know? Like, so, like, it translated over there from, like, the pressure from school into the climbing. It's very clearly seen in that. I believe it. Yeah. But that would mean that they don't feel the pressure, though, yeah. to climb that hard. Although it's there's like subconscious. pressure. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I fully get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, but... That is weird. It's yeah. just psychological, like dark magic Structure right there of society <laughs> just turning into dark magic and then they send everything it's like oh okay yeah just a seven-year-old kid that climbs harder than me cool what about the 16 year old um south korean sport climber what's her name i always forget her name but like i was actually going to do an interview with her too her dad's a like pro ice climber and her oh, cool. mom's like also really good at climbing oh god she probably comes from parents who own a gym then if I that's think the they case do. yeah yeah, yeah. She's, you know, she strikes me as fucking incredibly if she goes impressive. goes to the Olympics, she can podium 100%. Is there any American out there who you look at and you say, I mean, obviously the Nathaniel um, yeah. Coleman piece that you did, you're like, he is Captain America. I love that guy, dude. <laughs> I, I, we, I can't wait to get him on this show someday. Yeah. Um, but are there are there any Americans out there here like wow God their movement their intuition, mm. uh, their drive they obviously have the love for it is there anybody that really impresses you? It's an I think he's like eight or nine. Um, do you know Matt Wilder? Yeah, his Bates. son. Oh Bates. my God, his son's a monster. Wow. Yeah, just he's wow. he's gonna be his crazy. attitude is yeah. there. His movements there. I mean, his Dude. dad's climbed like what V fourteen fifty. Yes. So, yeah. Dude, uh, 
one time in Roy a few years ago, Did he I was working a boulder. He walked on it. Well, he did, like, this is when he was actually like kind, pretty young, yeah. but he, Matt Wilder and his son roll up and I was just like his, I loved everything about Baze because he was so positive. He was so little, but he literally, he couldn't like try the moves because he was too tiny at the time uh-huh. of this boulder. But he like walked over to a slab and like chalked up the slab and then did a first ascent on the slab as a, like a six year old. He's like, I'm scared. And his dad's like, Baze, you got it. And Baze yeah. just like pushed through. It was like so cool to see. That kid will do V18. Yes. I, I believe it. he'll do V18. He's so strong and psyched and happy. It seems like to be like climbing so all the time. Is he, is he competing? Is he Can he compete? He's on Team ABC, but yeah. I don't know if he's like old, old enough. enough yet. He's very young, and he's already climbed like V10, yeah, V11. He's or literally something. done V10. <laughs> really? And he did like you know five thirteens just he's, casually. Yeah, I haven't seen the little dude in maybe a couple years. He's I feel like so psyched. He has the right. Man. He'll he, climb V18 if he, he was, wants to. He also is very adorable. He like uh, he is a cute his, little kid. His, so polite. His parents. Yeah, he was so. His parents had like a, a sprinter van, and he like he saw our van and he came over he's like hey can i is it all right if i check out your setup yeah <laughs> like, it's a bed on the floor um but yeah. please babe you can yeah. take a look he's like wow it's really cool in here i was like thanks dude yeah he'll <laughs> climb 516 and v18 if he wants to yeah. if he doesn't want to that's cool too he'll still push the limits but he can do that yeah um older climbers um right now in salt lake there's three girls i think it's chloe Koskoi, thea and then i forget the other name they're like moving really well right now chloe natalia grosman is a, yes. a low-key yeah she's terrifying low, i don't think she's low-key yeah, after this not summer, anymore dude. yeah not this summer give her like one cycle at the world cups she'll she'll podium dave dave wall was saying how um it was kind of like she had an off day on the on the qualifying and how she could have could have made it to the olympics as well yeah and how absolutely. it just was like it was just like a bad day for her, but yeah. she's like just such a beast in comps usually. Yeah, she absolutely ravaged the American comp scene. Yeah, this last year she yeah. didn't she didn't lose once, right? No. She won every comp she entered. That's so rare. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and it was, I mean, I I knew she was strong, but it, that was just a different she level. She also like jumped recently, you know, like she yeah. made a huge break. Fifty double digit boulders this summer. <laughs> Is that what she did? Yeah. That's like someone's lifelong career. I know. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. We like our last guest, Drew Ruana, we were talking about how like his tick list in the last six months is the tick list of a world-class, profe- like world-renowned boulderer from the like early 2000s. Like that's yeah, their dream. That's their dream tick list. Yeah. You know, like they will forever be remembered as a legend. And <laughs> he did it in like six months. <laughs> Amazing, oh, man. <sighs> yeah. She's huge. Um, guys, guys are hard because even it, like until they fully matured, you can't really tell. But you're talking about Colin Duffy, and he's yeah. just 16 years old, right? Yeah. He's hitting puberty now. His Which body. I, I yeah, was you just watching a video of him the other. He's getting muscle. Yeah, he looks totally different yeah. than he did uh, 14 months ago. What a yeah. terrifying combination, dude! This <laughs> extra year that they postponed yeah. is it's so good so for so some good of these for, athletes. Yeah. You yeah. think it'll be good for him? It's Do you so think good. Americans have a chance he can, at the Olympics? He can podium. I think so. Because he's fast, and he's obviously like one of the best sport climbers. And now, because of this extra year, he's going to develop so strong. He's, it's 
the extra year, Dude. maybe last year, I would have been like, ah, uh, maybe he could have made it. <sighs> he would have been going on just like his super mutant raw power yeah. that he has. It would have been hard for him to say enough. that I could he could podium. But now with this extra year, he'll either top five or like podium. Dude, I mean, yeah, <sighs> puberty is literally like your body's like, all right, here's literally natural steroids. Let's get fucking strong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And if you're already coming from a base that's like insanely it's it's crazy and if he has a year to train his mind yeah if he if his mind gets stronger as well yeah so good and what about nathaniel brooke and uh kyra oh brooke is like the thing with the olympic combined format is actually anyone can technically win like what if tomoa slips on speed know, and then crazy? like steps on a bowl yeah then all of a sudden he's not even close to first place yeah and then all of a sudden it just blows the whole thing wide open so true it's, so like i could actually see like brooke podiuming very easily um and same with Kyra and nathaniel just, i'm i'm so excited to see yeah. how how uh the olympics will ch- affect the climbing industry because yeah. like just Huge thinking waves. about the, the you think the amount of eyes that are gonna get it put on it uh-huh. or just like the the i mean it's or, like climbing we always talk about how it's already kind of blowing up mm-hmm. but i think that I'm just I'm just curious to see You'll if see there Nathaniel will be on a Wheaties box. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. He's he's got the look. He for could it. do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think. Yo, we have some attractive like climbers going yeah. to the Olympics. Dave, there's like, like not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> if you've somehow stumbled upon this podcast and you're not a rock climber and yeah. you're single and lonely, come to our tribe. Yeah, yeah. we're beautiful people. Yeah. Everyone's everywhere. just good looking and they're like fit too. Yeah. I know it's. Fucking nuts, man, and great, but slightly depressing as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to. I don't think the Olympics will explode climbing in the way that people think it will. I think climbing is really close to like the apex. I've heard of that as what well. it's going to be. I... So, like, if you think back Agreed. through, um, for. Uh, for me, this is my life. Climbing is my yeah. life. It's been my lifestyle for over 20 years. It'll never leave. But climbing could be considered kind of like a fad. Yeah. Like, um, it's like horseback riding. Or the skate. It's goofy, but like skateboarding became uh, popular for a hot minute after like Back to the Future and yeah, Tony yeah. Hawk, right? Or um, just these sports that have not come and gone, but have reached this mass like popularity. Yeah, and then gone down. And then kind of leveled back out. Mm-hmm. I just don't see climbing becoming. I see climbing gyms continued continuing to grow and turning into CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, but I just don't see it having another explosion yeah. that the Olympics kind of lend it. I think the big benefit is like um, non climbing endemic companies will get more interested. So yeah, like Nike, yeah, Wheaties. Coca-Cola, obviously, mm-hmm. they've already been into it. It'd be nice if they if, if those companies did get involved with it and then saw what's happening to like our climbing areas, especially in the time of mm-hmm. COVID. There are climbing areas reporting a three hundred percent increase in usage right now. Yikes. And they're gonna break. Yeah. So it'd be sweet if you know, the powers that be USA climbing and um, American Alpine Club, the Access Fund can fucking leverage some of it. Like, yeah, they get Coca Cola behind them. Yeah, this, do this your fucking job. This wall sponsored by Coca Cola. Yeah, le- <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. Leverage <laughs> this popularity for fucking money yeah. that we can siphon into our areas and siphon into like gym education programs, yeah. right? That would be incredible. That'd be sick. 
That's that's my great you, desire. Americans you, winning and that happening. I don't. <laughs> I'll be completely honest. I don't think. I think Yanya and Tamar are like just such heavy favorites of winning. Obviously, but yeah. I think they can podium. And America podium is like huge, right? Yeah. Huge. We yeah. love that. We eat that up. Like bronze medalist, so good. It feels like the only time it ever happens is fucking Vale at yeah. the GoPro Games or whatever it's called now. Yeah. You always get the Americans winning or first, second, or third. And then every other World Cup. Well, like, I mean, half the time they don't even have Americans there. Yeah. You know, we can't. It's been a whole thing for them. Yeah, it sucks. It's getting better. Yeah. Um, for sure, but still behind other sports. Lever- we got to leverage, leverage that money. Leverage, get Coca-Cola leverage. or That's like Wheaties. About, do you think, uh, so you're, you had a background in marketing, right? Or like your job was marketing for advertising. advertising. But like, I mean, you see marketing happen. Yeah. yeah. So do you think that was like super helpful for growing your channel? Or, or I guess you no no yeah because so, it, it kind of just blew up I just really studied everyone's thumbnails what colors worked what yeah. words worked um, and I studied every like like Vox actually is a channel I watch a lot yeah. wh- how they do their intros mm-hmm. and music and so that's actually sort of what fueled it and then marketing yeah. I've always sort of just read articles of marketing and um, just watched what works for people like mr beast i watched what he does marketing wise i and that's how i learned but otherwise it really is not Mm -hmm. the same it's a whole different world as well as i was doing advertising so not really marketing okay okay yeah yeah have you ever felt burnt (laughs) like uh let's say july you're on like episode 19 or 20 yeah my math is probably wrong yeah i don't but uh (laughs) have you ever been just like fuck am i doing (laughs) like this is so much work uh yes and no so like i got bored of making beta break for a little bit yeah and so i made other videos i was like oh i just got re-sparked and re-energized again and then it was just fueled itself back so once i could realize that people watch the content that's not beta break i was like oh okay yeah i'm motivated and so i made like videos about like parkour and climbing or like you know yeah, exploring just topics. Other topics that I want to talk uh-huh. about. That's cool. What That leads me to ask this question. Since you're obviously finding some pretty serious success in a place that I think could harbor more people. Absolutely. Like it's an open harbor. Yeah. Um, what would be your tips? Okay. Because you are a really prime example of, dude, at an $80 computer. Yeah. And you're making it happen. Like you, there were no silver spoons in your no, mouth. Nobody absolutely. gave you a goddamn thing. What would be your tips for somebody who's like excited to make some climbing related content? Um, in not what you do, but more in your vein, like more of a wholesome, even do what I do, just do it better. Right? Like that's like the only thing that you have to do with anything. Just do it better. Yeah. So first off, never be afraid of what you have and what you've been given. And so, yeah, obviously, yeah, I did it off of, like, absolute toaster of a laptop. <laughs> I made it happen. Yeah. Um, and then you just have to press upload. Yeah. That's going to be so hard to do, but you're going to have to press upload. Also, you have to plan the video. It's very easy to just hit the record and say stuff. I write all my scripts. I take about, like, a full day thinking about it, mm-hmm. and then I write it down, and I structure it. And watch as many videos as you can about what you want to talk about, but then figure out what you like and don't like about it. Mm. Learn how to use 
Adobe Premiere, yeah. Final Cut. Like you actually learn how to use it. Yeah. Learn how to like J cut. Learn how to like do editing techniques. There's so much resource on YouTube. You have no excuse to not learn this. I probably know just as much as someone that's like taken two years of film school. I, I honestly think I probably do just off of YouTube. Yeah. It's, cr- it's yeah, mind boggling. But I totally YouTube's believe you. YouTube's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I pr- I probably know it's just as much. I mean, I obviously not not someone like top level, but yeah. like I know enough to make make YouTube. And then you have to draw information and techniques from every facet of your life, and that's a huge thing. And so like timing and being responsible and just yeah. I mean, I would yeah. I would bet that That's part really of your success point. is also just the fact that you were releasing a video every week. Like your, that kind of consistency. Yeah. yeah. I just grind. Yeah. <laughs> Everything I do, I just grind. There's no, no chill in my life. I only just smash my head until it happens. Dude, your fucking knees have been going, like you literally <laughs> can't even sit still. I think Albert's cold. <laughs> no, I'm not cold. I'm actually no, just I don't think it I'm has anything like... to do with being cold. I've noticed the, one of the first things I noticed is like you're fidgeting, you're moving, like you're obviously yeah, I'm on. motivated to get going yeah. with whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. I just like, I'm thinking so many thoughts and I'm just so ready to just like do something. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking great, Just man. Never that's be really bored, inspiring. right? That's a, that's what life should be. <sighs> yeah, that's an important lesson during these days. Yeah, never be bored. Just never be bored. There's always something to do. You just got to do it. <laughs> it. It's it's so simple to say that, but yeah. it really is. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's really easy to like. Lethargy have, is so yeah. enticing. <laughs> it's yeah. so delicious to let lethargy and apathy wash over you. Yeah, take off your clothes. Do you and find lay that fun the couch. No, I find it. Uh, existentially exhausting. It is. <laughs> I have little, those days too, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not always on. I swear. I yeah. find that hard to believe, but I do believe you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I we mean, all have our downs. You've also had some catastrophic injuries. It sounds like where you were kind of forced for forced into downtime. Yeah. And I feel like moments like that always remind you, like, how to like truly value when you aren't. Mm-hmm. forced to, to downtime when you when everything's taken away from you you yeah. appreciate everything the most you know so it's definitely that feeling um yeah because so you you blew your shoulder up yeah but you've also blown your my knees up knee, right? i've torn my acl mcl lcl and P, uh meniscus <laughs> and the meniscus was a full root as well <laughs> how did you do that one dude that was unfortunate i was at austin bouldering project i did a dyno and like someone tried to spot me oh incorrectly, god and then my knee snapped back <sighs> my surgeon messed up my first surgery oh no and then it tore again at a concert just Absolutely jumping crumbled yeah oh, god it was like it wouldn't i was told i was clear to walk and hang out and then just crumbled. And I was like, guys, I know exactly what happened. I tore <sighs> something. I'm in a lot of pain. Went to the hospital and was like, yeah, you tore everything. And I was like, oh. Oh, man. Nice. And so my knee is still, I've, on heel hooks, I still feel pain. Um, on my shoulder, my labrum is currently torn, but I rehabbed it enough. And I, you can kind of get away with I it. I can right? kind of yeah. get away with yeah. it. Yeah. I've been getting away with you saw me. I I had two week. Yeah, hours gone great. Shoulders are tough though, man. That's something that eventually, if you don't take care of it, shoulders is something you won't be like. You'll really have to curate the routes you do with a fucking bum shoulder. Knees are a little bit different. Like if you can't high step, you can get get around a high step, jump or something. But if you're like Gaston, bouldering double digits. Gaston's I can't exactly yeah. a, a straight arm Gaston It'll, to pull yourself like bringing it to your ear. Yeah, that's just not it gonna hurts, fucking it happen. Hurts, but I can do it. I push it. <laughs> oh wait, you did Moulin Rouge. 
Oh, it's, it's not that, really Gastoni. It's no, like a re- but that's a, that's a long, long reach and you got to yeah. reel it in. Yeah. So like, your shoulder's good enough for that easily because that's it's, your right it's shoulder. It's this one. Thumbs down is oh. what I can't do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. That's the <laughs> I way. can't do that when I'm healthy. <laughs> yeah, so it's hard for me. And so during those injuries, yeah. you get very internal. I, I, would, I wouldn't say I was depressed because I had enough support system, but I was sad. Yeah. Very internal. And it just that's when you just study everything you can possibly yeah. just train your brain if you can't train your body. Train exactly. your body when you can train plus, your brain. Plus, you're into tricking and like that I requires do that your legs to work. That's why I can, <laughs> I, I can still kind of throw. I can probably double full if I tried yeah. really hard. Um, so Those words. Still got it. Just. <laughs> I'm out, man. Backflip 720. I'm, I'm putting up uh, my hands I and watched, surrendering. I watched Cheer. Um, oh, a few months ago, I learned. Thing? Oh, yeah, it was a documentary about yeah. cheerleading, and I learned a lot. I yeah. learned. I, I, uh, no, I, I don't know anything. So you know, you know what a full twist is. Yeah, double, double full, double twist. full. <laughs> Just one, two twist. I got another question for you, for a guy whose brain is obviously like fucking firing, Sparked. firing, firing, yeah, yeah. firing. Um, what else has you? interested and intrigued in your life right now like is there anything you're itching to be like oh my god i want to try that out so bad right now i still play chess a lot yeah um i've been playing a lot of guitar hero oh yeah <laughs> and there's like a whole nother world of that high end, high level guitar hero um, pretty long but for like sports wise or outdoor wise hmm, i don't know i'm just saying anything it doesn't have to be sports or anything. I'm just curious to see what ignites somebody with a brain that's obviously very easy to ignite. I really want to like get into producing music. Oh. Yeah. I actually kind of low-key want to release a rap album. Oh, dude. I'm into it, man. Dude, you should have your own music. <laughs> dude, be I'm going in to. Your... Yeah. I, I just installed, dude, I just that. installed Ableton 10, bro. I have Ableton I, yeah. 10 right now. I'm, I'm in the same. I'm trying to make beats like so I can put it in my own yeah. music. Then I don't have to deal with any copywriting. Heck yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that style I, of like beat for like intro and outro is very like, you can definitely emulate that. I could do that. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's just like chill hop. I'm just learning <laughs> now. I just started learning cool. Ableton going through the software manual. Ah, dude. So I love well, it. That's a fucking welcome to a new world once again, it's man. It's so hard. It's so hard. I have piano and mu- violin background, but uh, yeah, I want to start like playing piano in my videos as like the background music. Yeah. I want to make songs. I mean, and- just yeah, be the, the creator be awesome. of everything. Yeah, all the exactly. Content. I own all of your content. It'd be outright. sick to do, have a clothing brand one day and then like, um, you have my own like album. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> do you know who Joji is? Joji. Uh, oh yeah. You should search up his history. Okay. He's like, killing music nowadays okay. but he used to be a like crazy youtuber yeah some like very raunchy content and then and he then converted just converted just, he's oh, like wow. i want to make music and he did it it's like damn i want to do that too that's so tight yeah. i want to put out a rap album or like a experimental Dude, album speaking of uh owning content you're a lot of your videos you know you, you essentially like sample or just use oh, yeah, I rip, ifsc yeah, I rip. video and yeah. stuff and um <laughs> Could you, yeah, like has, uh, and then, has that been like a? So, yeah, I'll tell you the story about that. So like for the most part, like um, you're protected under fair use, right? Yeah. Unless they like actually care, and so like <laughs> if somebody actually cares and they tell me to take it down or like credit them or like they want me mm-hmm. to demonetize, I, I I'll respond to it immediately. I like I respect that. Um, otherwise, I don't like anyone can do what I'm doing. Yeah. It's, it's been done before. I mean, um, nerd writer literally like yeah. are ripping movies, right? Yep, yep. So it's fine to do it. 
but um ifsc they got mad but not mad so yeah. they were basically saying like okay like we love the content <laughs> but, but our broadcasting companies don't allow us so you can't do it unless ex- except except we have like some conditions where if you like geo block the video uh-huh. from japan and like use like 90 seconds and go through an application form then you can use our content and i was like yeah. All right, it's not worth the effort. I'm just going to find other stuff. So I all my content has been changed. I don't use yeah. IFSC comps. And like initially I was like, oh, wait, that's going to put a stint in. And I was like, wait, no, it doesn't. There's so many comps in the world. <laughs> it's fine. I know every yeah. single comp, yeah. every international comp. I know it. Yeah. yeah. Wow, it's crazy that they're already like. Um... I mean, I've met them at Pan Am's and they were nice about it. They're like, yeah, like you definitely helped us get views. And I was like, I, I know, but let me use it yeah like, i know no. I was like, oh, okay i get it yeah i wasn't gonna say that it's crazy that they're like turning into the troll under the bridge yeah but like that there already is a troll under the bridge who's <laughs> yeah. like fr- like that's how to your point feedy that's how big climbing is getting now they're yeah. like trying to control the well they're doing what they should do i they suppose should protecting their yeah. property they should do that but i just did it as long as i could and i knew <laughs> yeah. they would like come knocking at my door eventually <laughs> yes. Like, yes. oh okay yeah it's too bad that they can't potentially also come to agreement with you partner or, with yeah, partner, or like partner. hey this guy is getting us literally hundreds of thousands of views yeah. on, our, on our content and like sure we can tell him to stop but maybe we can make a deal where because this benefits us like greatly yeah <laughs> totally i would love to partner with and them. now i should might, present I might, something man i might re- reach out to them again yeah i and, think i would yeah because now they're in a position where it's like okay yeah like i don't know they just don't get any there's no they didn't get anything by stopping you. If anything, they they gained. Yeah, yeah, they 100%. they made it worse for themselves. So, yeah. and the the you know people fucking talk about climbing. It was like we're a bunch of rebels. That's all hogwash. That's yeah. all like bullshit. It's never been that way, and it never has. Really, when you look at comp climbing and the people kind of controlling the comp universe, kind of a fuddy duddy, like yeah. it's a world. Yeah, khaki pleated pants and yeah. ties. It's really corporate it's very corporate it would be cool to have a young guy with like obvious talent coupled with uh ambition yeah to be like let's let let's let this albert dude fucking run <laughs> rampant on the internet yeah. and see what the feedback loop is yeah i mean you could present that man you could be actually like a young hip person <laughs> Like on the front lines of the climbing scene, not a climber, but yeah. like some sort of commentator. Like you can use NBA clips, NFL yeah. clips, and it all funnels back to like watching more. So yeah, they understand the benefit yeah. of it. As long as as long as it's not like, hey, this guy literally uploaded our this entire comp. I think if the broadcasting company and IFSC was in America, they let it happen. But because they're in Italy or Germany, I don't remember. But they're a lot more strict. I'm surprised they don't use that like 10 second rule or whatever. I know like. If ESPN wants to show like an NBA finals game on NBC, they're like, it's something like this. You can use like 15 seconds, which is actually a a, a pretty good bit for a highlight reel. But I'm surprised IFSC doesn't have the the forward thinking to be like, let's throw Albert like 
I he guess can that's use one what minute. the offer was. It was like a 90 seconds, but I have to like apply and like do this whole process. process. And I was like, it's just not worth my time. So. Right. I don't have lawyers. I don't yeah. have a team to like do this. <laughs> I'm literally me. just a dude with a toaster. <laughs> Guys, my toaster. Yeah. My toaster can barely handle the video. So <laughs> if I, I send an even, email, if, I might melt my computer. Yeah, you I understand. can't even sign a PDF on my computer. I don't have a screen by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I gotta give props because as someone who's worked on a crappy computer editing videos, it is so difficult when you max out your RAM and all of a sudden the clips <laughs> stop making sense it's like you're not sure if you edited something wrong but it's actually just the computer literally is failing my first and you have to like reboot it over and over again every time you hit that limit my first video like i couldn't do a video preview so i guessed what everything was doing i was like i hope i did it right <laughs> oh this, God, uh, this five seconds here feels about right uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe we're pulling the curtains back on your yeah absolute ghetto operation i wish i wish i had my old laptop i'd show you oh i'd love to see you do you have a picture of it yeah you need to send me that picture and i'll put it in the uh (laughs) all of the media that goes out for this podcast yeah that's fucking incredible albert's patreon users get banned together Um, (laughs) we should wrap this up as the sun is going down but i have another question for you i'll have one last one other answer for you um (laughs) what are your climbing goals for this year it seems like you're like super motivated mm-hmm. you're healthy enough to do what you want to do it seems like yeah or you've found cheats around being healthy enough <laughs> what are your goals this year I wanna, for your personal for yourself i want to do v12 and 14a and then i think i understand trad might be a little bit hard because i need to partner and i need to learn it as well yeah, yeah. it'd be cool to do like 511 trad if you climb at the creek you can climb 512 okay you're just fucking plugging number twos for you know for 60 feet yeah i want to do my first v12 hopefully by the end of this week actually and then 14a (laughs) by the end of the year i like it yeah that's awesome and then i also want to do like 10 v10s i guess 10 20 that's a a healthy goal yeah and you got red rocks yeah in december and you got what was the other place you're going hcr horseshoe canyon yep Um, i love horseshoe canyon also you gotta go to ozarks what else do I want to do? I think that's pretty much it. That's a wise. pretty healthy uh, yeah. set of goals. Because it's obtainable yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. It's like, absolutely. I oh, I want a one arm. <laughs> Dude, the one arm is such a it's such a um such a dumb thing I'm chasing. It's but it's like one-arm every yeah. party trick, baby. I need to show off, you know. It's like you gotta you gotta look you gotta just be able to flex on people. Dude, I can't you go to the gym, you grab a hole and you're just like ah, From ninety <laughs> degrees up I can do getting to ninety is impossible. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's hard, man. I'm just weak. I have been in a place in my climbing career where I could do a uh, one-arm pull-up. I'm so jealous. And I must tell you that it is not like riding a bike. I'm so <laughs> jealous. You have to try and try and do, you do it. And then if you stop, you're like, oh, now I can do them. No. Nope. Like you don't two weeks later, you, you can't. Can it's, so, <laughs> it's so funny because then at the same time, there's people like Dave Graham who absolutely cannot do a one-arm pull-up. He but says hey, that. I think he can. I don't know, man. I've seen videos of him trying. I've seen him at Movement Rhino when I went there. I sessioned with him at OR. He like grabbed the 360 sloper ball, locked it off no feet, and then made a move. And I was like, dude, if you can do that on a ball, you can one arm. Uh, Just never try it. I agree with you. I don't know. It's just maybe I don't think it can hurt you to be able to do a one-arm pull-up. I've never heard anyone complain they could do one-arm pull-up. <laughs> God, it's so inconvenient. <laughs> oh, no, I can one-arm again. <laughs> it's a party trick. Yeah. It's a party trick. But it's also a display of like, holy shit. That's pretty... That person you, is you, strong. strong. <laughs> That's a strong yeah, climber. Yeah, Minko, 
Minko, the yeah, yeah. Gen- the yeah, he. I remember. I just remember he would he would blow so many Gumby's minds because he takes his shirt off. He looks like a fucking statue. Yeah, he is. And then he would warm- for listeners is Minko Nikolov. He was the guy who was struck by lightning in RMNP last year. He would like year. warm yeah. up by going to the forty five overhang and campusing like up to V ten, and you could just see these people just being like, "I will uh, never uh, be that strong." Uh, I yeah no. <laughs> Before I knew him, I was like. This fucking accountant guy <laughs> campusing every hard, pr- like, what is his yeah, deal? He's like, so he's good. Too, it, it's literally, there's nothing hard enough for him. So you literally, have to just... he's got like eight <laughs> avocados under his skin <laughs> where, his, where his abs are. It's like ripping his uh, shirt already. Uh, like, it's like, who is this guy? So good. Uh, disservice to wear a shirt, you know, like at that yeah. point. I mean, really, if you're wearing a shirt, you're you're self-hating when you look. Yeah, like you're that. trolling. <laughs> Just take off your shirt. Please. It's okay. It's all uh, right. We're not afraid. Another very attractive climber that you yeah know, comes Just to our the climbers. Looking good. Just really not. Like, Shout out to the materialistic beauty of climbers. <laughs> yeah, like actually, actually, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it is impressive. It's been a ride. <laughs> well. I didn't expect a lot of what we were going to talk about. Yeah. Like Sorry. your plans. <laughs> no, no, no yeah. in a in a super happy way. Um, I'm, your plans for Trenton. Yeah, I'm happy I can be vocal shit. about this because I. The more I'm vocal about it, the more it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Set up your own path by yeah. talking about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now you're going to have. But now you're going to have people holding you to account. Exactly. I want people to hold me accountable because I want to do this mm-hmm. and I want to keep talking about it until it happens. Well, if you're going to crowdsource for it, keep us in the loop yeah. for it and we'll help you get out the word. I have my plan and timeline for this year. And then hopefully I just, it really is Corona that's holding it back. Um, yeah. Makes just sense. because said everybody dude, in no the world. No one wants to open yeah. a gym right now. I don't. So I don't want to do it just for people's safety. But once it's over, I'm, it's happening. Dude. Um, once it's over. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how many times we said that six months ago? I know we? that feels like a little bit of trolling right yeah. there. It's like, oh, once it's over, mm. it's never gonna end. <laughs> never gonna. So what's end. funny about this? We can pretty much end it here. But so Albert and I, we met up to climb at the gym before coming here, but we had a slight <laughs> miscommunication about where we were recording the podcast, and I think both of us assumed the other person was like really psyched to be climbing. <laughs> so- we didn't bring up. It was like Albert was the kind of one who was like, "So, um, the Dave, the co-host, is he gonna meet us here?" And I was like, "Oh no, I thought we're gonna." Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 okay. So I've so been to a gym since March, dude. That was my first time in like six months. Is that right? Yeah. Or, I, I think I I'm to, gonna go next week for the first time. I went to Rhino, I guess, what, last Wednesday. Yeah. But pretty much. But this week was like the first time. It was fun to climb. Months. It was really nice. Yeah, we went hard. Actually, or... yeah, I really Albert miss pushed it, me. Man. I was warming up super slow. Albert was already jumping on. He, Nina Williams was there, and he was jumping on Nina's project. <laughs> yeah, I think it was hard. <laughs> she's a strong climber. She's. Awesome. she's, she's I, I don't know if you. Yeah. She's, have you heard of her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Nina strong. Williams. Yeah, Nina. Yeah, she's very technical. She's as well. Yeah, she's. She's got it. She's. She's a monster, man. She's so good. Graceful. Yeah. Uh, she's a that. great spokesperson for our sport too. We. Yeah. The Thunderkling podcast is a huge fan of Nina yes. Williams. Need more. For sure. Need more Nina Williams in the world. We need, need more, way need, need more. more yeah. yeah. And we need more Albert Okay. 
It's actually Albert. Oh, oh, it's Albert Oak. It is Albert Oak. (laughs) (laughs) I was fucking going to ask you about that. Yeah, it's Oak. Okay, to be fair, at the gym, he said Albert OK. Yeah, I I literally just tell people OK because it's so much easier. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) I'm glad that I was the one to stick my foot in the mouth because maybe that won't happen to other people. That's my actual last name, Oak. Oak. Yeah, it's a Korean. That's a Korean name. Yeah, it's rare. It's a rare Korean name. Yeah, I lived there for all those years. I never yeah. heard Oak, Oak, that name. Oak. Oak. What does it mean? Yeah. Um, Jade. Oh. Yeah. Fuck, dude. You're just dialed in. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe after the most classic V14 in America. Uh, that's my dream 14. One of my dream Wait, 14s. That's the new Mandala, I feel what like. Is? I think so. My generation Jade. Jade, was the oh, Mandala. Okay. Mandala. The V12. And today's generation, Jade. for bouldering specifically, Jade. Is, Jade. is definitely Jade. Everyone's doing it. Everyone is doing it's it. It's a beautiful goddamn line, man. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, hey, uh, yeah, you guys thought this was hard. Like, mm, it's fine. It's pretty, oh, it's pretty uh, doable. I did a session or whatever. Yeah. Aesthetically speaking, cool. with its surrounding and the green uh-huh. lichen, I think it's just as beautiful as the mandala. Absolutely. Mandala has that, like, cornucopia lip on it. If you know, like, the uh, Thanksgiving yeah. cornucopias, yeah. it has that, like, horn on it, uh-huh. which makes it beautiful. But that green lichen on it's Jade. so pretty. And just, like, looking over the top and seeing, like, the beauty of chaos. Oh. So sick. But yeah. Wow. One day. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, fuck, the way you're going, dude, it's going to be, like... <laughs> November. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get 12 first. All right. One thing at a time. One yeah, thing yeah, at a yeah. time. All right, dude. Well, thanks, thanks for, coming, for coming, on. coming on. That was really inspiring, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. I uh, love you guys already. Oh, like family. I love you too, love Albert. You too. <laughs> yeah. but, okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Down in the city with a wind Bada-bing. Bada-boom. We're here now. So, I wasn't born this way. <laughs> But I, I hate it when my foot is stuck in my mouth. And when I was like, in your name's Albert OK? Oh, my God, dude. That was humiliating. And we're not going to edit it out. And I'm going to be the biggest laughing stock. I thought that was like his pseudonym. Yeah. You know, and I even fucking lived in Korea. Spoke. Speak. Korean. I, I don't know that last name. Yeah. It's, you know... I think it's okay. It happens. Tiny Sometimes Korean, words are hard to pronounce and it is no one's fault. <laughs> Especially because I think your point was kind of valid where like that's his YouTube channel. You know, you're not exactly, you're not actually sure if that's his but last name. I was like, Albert, or, okay. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it was not a big deal. It was kind of funny. <laughs> it was uh, massively humiliating, but he uh, handled it with the grace yeah. that you would expect out of Albert. I hope you guys like that one. Holy yeah, cow. I like Albert a lot. I definitely <laughs> was psyched to like just climb with him, and I hope I hope that I see more of him in the future. I hope in, I hope the Houston thing works out, but I also hope he's here a lot too. I know. I kind of like, hope it doesn't. He gets hired here somewhere. <laughs> which it sounds like it will. He'll be here anyways because he's planning on flying back every weekend. Apparently, uh, job must pay well. He's like, yeah, I'll just fly here every weekend. <laughs> yeah. So okay. heck yeah, heck yeah, Albert. Maybe t- take one of those weekends, one of those tickets to like invest in a nicer computer. But <laughs> yeah, dude, the toaster's got to go. No, I I kind of touch on it, but I seriously cannot describe how painful it is. <laughs> to try and edit a video, especially of the length and like with all the effects and animation stuff he has in there, of those lengths on a computer that is like so lacking in computational power. Because 
you just hit so many hiccups and it just slows you down. So he really, he said he was sandbagging himself. I'm like, dude, you literally, you were like climbing with like two sizes, two big shoes with <laughs> like off route, no beta, like still using hexes instead so, of yeah, cams. It's just like, I can, if you upgrade your equipment, like he made a good point, like equipment shouldn't hold you back or shouldn't stop you from making stuff, but it also like can help you make stuff faster and better. So I'm excited to see <laughs> yes. if he upgrades what he can do with that. Are you? Do you work for Best Buy? That sounded I, like a sales pitch, um, bro. And to top it all off, I would like to say if you use the discount code Thunderclang, <laughs> you get sixty nine percent. Excuse me, point six nine percent off of uh, nothing at all related to technology. Ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome. We are yeah. constantly fighting to reduce prices across the board for our <laughs> viewers and listeners. Oh. Uh, listen, I, the last thing I want to say about Albert is uh, I think at one point I talk about his, his like leg shaking. Yeah. That dude, the whole time we were interviewing was physically <laughs> vibrating yeah. with like energy. With He was pulsating. Man, yeah. it, it's so inspiring to see somebody. You got to be reminded <laughs> that we're all like humans dude, with like drive I, and ambition. I am also, you know, that guy, he, he says that he does everything to the fullest. I got to give him props. He even takes, he gets injured to the fullest. He doesn't just blow out one of his CLs. He blows all of them out. He doesn't just blow out like one of his rotator cuffs. He blows all of them out, you know? Hey so man, that, <laughs> that's that's how you get on podcasts, bro. But he's, he's doing pretty good. All things considered, all those heinous injuries. That was pretty awesome. That was a yeah. great interview. Um, we're going to keep this brief. Uh, just quick throw back to the intro. I don't mean to bum anybody out. It's just, it's been a tough it's, people for a lot of people. And I think the more that we, uh, a tough year for a lot of people, I think. <laughs> what did I say? You said a tough people for a lot of people. It has been a tough people for a lot God, of people. It's such a tough people right now. Uh, it's been a tough yeah, year no, for a has. lot of people. I, and it, the more we talk about it, maybe the more we can normalize dude, how everybody's I appreciate feeling. I'm glad that you talked about it because I think it is, it's a real thing that happen, is happening, happened to you. And like, it's a part of climbing. Climbing is fucking dangerous. Yeah, please. And, uh, please damn. be safe out there. Please be safe. One of the things I admire, I've been thinking, you know, after all the losses that we've had in this community this year, and just like worldwide, but I was thinking specific to climbing, is I, I admire what Chris Caloose has done at the end of the Enorma cast every single time since like whenever, yeah. 2011 or whenever he started that thing, 2010. Check your knots, you know. Check your knots. Can't be said enough, guys. Nope. We're, we're like practicing a dangerous sport. Mm -hmm. Take care of your mental health. You know, talk to your friends if you're if you're struggling. Yeah, better, yeah the mental Talk to us. Give me a call. Anything. Everybody wants to help one another. We're there for each other. And just be safe when you're climbing out there. Holy cow. Yeah. Shit's fun, but... Dangerous. Oof. Yeah. Dangerous horrible. as fuck. It's the horrible yeah. reminders that, you know, make know. us recognize the innate danger in our sport. Yeah. I, I've been, you know, there's like that time old debate. This is, this really is just kind of me talking, I guess. It doesn't really mean anything, but it's that time old debate <laughs> of, uh, like whenever you meet a sport climber who's like, oh, I don't, I don't boulder because it's so fucking dangerous. And I'm like, and like they're like oh whenever i fall i know it's just the rope catches me and i'm like yeah okay let's be like if let's look at it this way if you're bouldering the chances that you're gonna have an injury are definitely like more likely every fall is a ground fall high impact for sure but bouldering you also realistically i don't know anyone who's ever died bouldering you know bouldering is the um is the water skiing of climbing 
Like it will injure you more than any other thing. I, Cause I think water skiing is like the most dangerous sport in the world to do just for just, straight up injuries uh-huh. per capita to users, yeah. right. Or to uh, participants. Yeah. Bouldering is that, but you're not going to die. I mean, yeah. I, I know when You've I definitely, yeah. When I moved to Denver one of the, in 2000, one of the first stories I read, I don't know why I laughed right there, but was a guy who did die bouldering in Holy an shit. eight foot fall. How? He had his broke head? his neck. Jesus. Yeah. So yeah, obviously that can happen. Um, but I think the threat of anytime you're on a rope, there is always that looming thing like, okay, you're fine because of this piece of rope. Um, and, but there is the, there you are like a certain distance from the ground where there's just so much potential energy. It's just extremely dangerous if something happens to the rope. And that's like kind of what's happened in a lot of these accidents is rope ropes get broken or um, rock the gal, fall. The alpinist. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, rock I, fall. I just can't remember her name. Um, I know we, we should, but out of Boulder, um, this was yeah. a handful of weeks ago. I don't believe there are any parties climbing no. above her and just random rock fall destroyed split their anchor. her, her anchor. Yeah. And it was, so it was a, it's actually, there was four people attached to the anchor and the rock fall broke it. And luckily three of the people were able to like, yeah, one person was, was standing, I think, or something wasn't relying on the anchor. Another person literally like, managed to grab something and then another person grabbed that person and unfortunately like the fourth climber she was unable to like like yeah it was a freak accident there's nothing she could do yeah so the i I, i'll speak for both of us because i think this is what we're trying to say it isn't fear that is we're talking about it it isn't being afraid um that's gonna save you it's it's diligence that 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 little bit of risk in our sport it's diligence and attention you know what i mean that Mm -hmm. is is going to save us so this isn't about being like you know this is your brain on drugs we're not trying to scare anybody just talking about it it's just like remembering that we we have to be so diligent yeah and and it can be fun and it's just it can be just a part of our habits out there but it's something that you know you get to a certain point in your climbing career and maybe you start not thinking about it as much yeah. or getting a false yeah. sense of um i just yeah we just don't immortality want to, just don't lose any climbers yeah let's keep the rest of the year yeah. as safe as possible we're we're all in enough trauma as it is right yeah. now but uh all right <laughs> and with that <laughs> yeah, that was a little psa really i guess yeah that's a good reminder to talk about every now and again even if it's just the two of us yeah sitting around chatting like Remember, man, even if you're bouldering, yeah, take time to set up I, your fucking yes, pads. I'm, I'm the worst guy about it, but we got to learn lessons from these grievous incidents that we're party yeah. to. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And the lesson is be diligent. Yeah. Take the 10 extra minutes to do whatever you got to do. Like downloading this podcast. <laughs> Download. It's this podcast. Getting this podcast... Like, take your friend's phones when they're not looking and download it on their phones. And that's like, diligence. D- d- like, when your friends are sleeping, d- put your AirPods in their ears and play the podcast. Or anything, for your baby at night when they're sleeping. Anything you can do. Put, get on your roof, put the Thunder Cling on a boombox, and blast that shit, okay? Because that is... 
Do you know anybody who owns a quote unquote, quote unquote fucking boom box? Does it have two cassette players or one? Take your take your uh yeah, Bose, yeah. mini pill. sound link sound link. <laughs> take one of the, yeah. That's what everyone has nowadays. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know, I'm too um, stupid to understand any of this stuff. Go into your street, um airdrop. <laughs> Rent an airplane. Drop iPhones with Thundercling, only thing loaded on it, out of the airplane switch. With a banner that says, yeah. listen to Thundercling, or, you know. And then the people will find the shattered remains of the phones. And they'll be like, <laughs> look, be the like, last the thing f- that was played on what this. What is this? What? Why is... What? And they won't even know. It doesn't matter. Just... The point is nothing matters. It's what can you do for the Thundercling? <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking Sorry. of which, we'll talk about that yeah. for a sec since we haven't done this in many episodes. Yeah. If you want to get a hold of us, we are at thunderclingpodcast at, at gmail.com. We've gotten some great emails recently. Yeah. I, resp- I, I responded to a few people, so I, I did my I did what I said I would. Me but. too. I haven't <laughs> been super good about it, but uh, I know we've been a, a little bit um, not on the two-week schedule. Yeah, we're so off that So it's been a rough now. year for yeah. just various reasons for all of us. So we're trying our hardest to keep it at, at, at least fairly regular. Yeah. And we've got two more guests lined up. So mm-hmm. um, we're also on Instagram. What's our handle? The Thundercling. The Thundercling on Instagram. And finally, I don't think, I think it's fucking meaningless. I don't think it means anything. I think I'm going to be nihilistic about Whoa. this, but I'm going to ask anyway. Okay. If you feel compelled out of some, uh, you know what? I don't even know what could possibly <laughs> compel you to do this. But if you do feel compelled, we would love a rating and review on yeah, iTunes. It's been a while since we've had one. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, it's been about a month since we've got one. That's okay though. I I don't I'm not altogether certain what it does for any of us. Yeah. Um yeah, but, but we sure would appreciate it if you guys have the time and wherewithal to do that. We'd love to hear from you as well. Yeah. And if you'd like to hear any guests um in particular that you'd like us to hunt down, shoot a drop us an email. Yeah. All We're right. Not afraid. Well, thank you guys uh very much. And we'll see you next time because that's what we do. We That's, see you next we time. We see you next time. Awesome. <laughs> oh, that is definitely our new outro right there. Yeah. We see you next time. We're here to see you next time. Yeah. So until then, well, uh, we'll see you next we'll time. See- <laughs>